You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my God. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> well, well, well. Welcome back, everybody, to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Will Dogson, with my buddy, Kev Huggin' Duggan. It's good to see ya. I see you with my two eyes. I see you right here. Let's not forget Kyle the coach dug in. I, I see you with my two eyes too. It, <laughs> with my tippy eyes. And my tippy toes. <laughs> we need to start doing me first, and then you and Kevin can have your little bromance after the fact. I can't you, you, leave, you leave me on this cliff that I can't ever get off of. We gotta I respect the, the streak, Kyle. I just have to the plummet off the cliff. That's just all I have. I, I we take responsibility. Adam and I have been working together in the same place, and yes. at, we've been watching a lot of Al Pacino movies. Yeah, we've been going so deep and heavy. I on wasn't Al in on that, that inside <laughs> joke. We went Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross last night. So yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of Pacino. There's call. a lot of tension built up here. But uh <laughs> folks, we've got a big episode lined up for you. Lots to talk about. And we've got not only a bolt insight, not only a fan focus, not only a Craig experience, but also an Ask Bolt fan Holy as per crap. you. So Let's waste Buckle no up, time. Buttercup. Yeah, get yep. ready. Lock and load, folks. Let's start at the top here with some surprising news. Uh, Nasir Adderley, one of the safeties for the Chargers, been with the team for four years now? Yeah, yep, four years. And after four years, decided it's time to hang up the cleats. Didn't want to try Crazy. to get a second contract. Didn't want to try to, didn't want to try to do nothing. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I ain't doing like, nothing. Uh, out. I'm done. I'm out. My hands are clean. Who was our South Dakota state linebacker that also did that? Um, same thing. It was a rookie contract. I can't remember. I'll remember. I don't later. know, dude. Like, it's pretty crazy. Like, you're like, oh, wow. He's just starting his career. The guy made almost $5 million. You know, like, that's Over plenty years, to, not too that's bad. Plenty to retire on. You know, <laughs> right. like, if you handled your money right, you're, you're good. You're set up. So, yeah. which sounds it, like he did. Um, he gave out a, put out a, a message uh, on Instagram and I'm sure Twitter as well. Uh, after a period of self-reflection, I've decided it's time for me to walk away from the game of football. Over the past couple of years, I have denied this realization, but I'm finally going to put myself first for once. That's an interesting sentence to pick apart. My health is above <laughs> anything and everyone around me knows that. Truly overstanding my purpose has given me the confidence knowing I don't belong an employee anymore. My purpose involves spending more time with my loved one's business ownership and chasing my passion of true liberation. With that being said, it has been a dream come true to play in the NFL and have the opportunity to play for the Chargers organization. I believe I have yet to scratch the surface of the player I could be. <laughs> okay. But if it's at the expense of my peace of mind, then it's no longer for me. Through, all, through it all, I can proudly say I have given this game all my all through everything I have endured. It's been a joy to create such amazing relationships and words can't express how much love and gratitude I have for you all. It's just a weird back and forth. I feel like he's not super decided that he's retired. Like that's just like the vibe is not very like 
I've decided this is what I'm doing. I'm done. Like why include the, I feel like I haven't scratched the surface of the player that I could be. Yeah. That's an Feels odd. weird. Odd. I, I'm, I'm good for him making the decision that yeah, know, yeah. that's what he wants Absolutely. to do, but it still seems odd. Um, yeah. Finally, he just doesn't want a boss. Sounds like he's just tired of having a boss. <laughs> I don't want to be told what to do. Doesn't want to be told yeah. what to do anymore. That that could be it. I mean, sounds like he wants to take care of his body. I mean, honestly, after seeing what happened to Demar Hamlin last year, I'm sure there's a lot of players going like, "Do I really want to? Yeah, <laughs> risk everything, put it all on the line for yeah." Uh, for, but for there is there's there's more to it than just that because of course he, no it's not just you know like yeah. three quarters of what he's saying has more to do with I want to do my own thing and exactly. I don't want to be an employee and um so I'm I'm excited to see what he does next and he hey yeah. he retired a charger let's go yeah not many people get to do spend their whole career in one spot and he did that's it that's right that's right yeah, he's, he didn't go to the Chiefs for one year you know what I mean like oh we'll get to that we'll get oh, to that let's uh, wait <laughs> rip Drew um, sucks so yeah losing Nasir Adderley bit of a surprise we didn't see that coming uh, but we know that we still got a Lohi Gilman that can come and played pretty well for us last season uh, but still, you're going to need some depth at that position as well. So yeah, and he was a free agent anyway. So right, part of me feels like was he not getting a lot of like the kind of contract that he wanted? You know, like the possible the yeah. things on the table weren't really like ah, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to yeah. get what I want. I'm not taking a one year deal, move to a different city. I'm I'm done. That's yeah. kind of what it feels like. So um, hey, he is healthy. He never really had any serious injuries. So good for him. Exactly. Um, and then this update in the uh, secondary room as well, Mr. Interception, J.C. Jackson. Come on. Lifting weights, lifting legs. He's lifting it all. If he could lift his body, he would, but he's just doing that one step at a time. Uh, he's <laughs> in the workout room stretching I, them hammies. I don't know anything yeah. about timeline timelines. I'm not a doctor, but this is a lot further along than I thought he would be right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're, we're still inside of a year. What should be a career-ending injury? He's doing step-up lunges with with weight. You know, like that's a right. lot of pressure on your legs. So yeah, that's awesome. I didn't, I haven't even thought about J.C. Jackson. In all honesty, like I've thought about how much we're paying him, but I haven't thought about. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see it on every spreadsheet that goes out about our our cap situation. Yeah, but I haven't actually thought about him as a player contributor on the Chargers. Mm-hmm. at all i haven't even considered him being on the field who knows which Maybe he's we with bryce callahan not getting re-signed yet and us not bringing any real db depth that we drafted like 15 of them last year but feels like maybe there's thought that he'll he might come back at probably not the beginning of the year but at some point yeah it's that i honestly i saw this today on social media and i was like holy shit like so much further along than I thought he would be. So, you know, that's still not, he's not playing football. He's just doing this stuff. But the last video I saw, he was like, you know, some air, you know, he was like running without air. Yeah. The elevation thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like this, this is different. So keep going, man. Keep keep the hard work up. That's right. Um, All right. Free agency has been going down. Yeah. We need to preface. Yeah. No, we need to preface all the free agency contracts we're about to talk about because last episode, we were wrong on a lot of stuff. I mean, we oh, were yeah. super anti-trade. Kyle, trade as is tradition, we were, <laughs> right? As is tradition. Yeah, it, it just had to happen that way. It all so, had to happen that way. Yeah, that, that we were off. <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> um, all right, starting off at the top. Chargers are re-signing veteran defensive lineman Morgan Fox. Didn't see that coming. Six and a half sack season. 
And Morgan Fox is getting two years, $7.25 million base value, which means $3.75 mil guaranteed, $2.5 mil signing bonus, salary. Oh, God. All right. Just what is he doing? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What are all these numbers? Okay. Uh, Pro Bowl incentive. That's interesting. Can boost the deal by an additional $1.5 million. So get the Pro Bowl. Let's go. If you can get into the Pro Bowl, that'd be freaking. When's the last time we had an interior defensive lineman in the Pro Bowl? Good question. Jamal, that would be Jamal. Wild. Like yeah. it's been ten years. So great to have Morgan Fox. Got him for two years. And apparently, I saw his like trainer was like, "Man, like pissed that the contract was so little." Oh, really? Like it, from what you're seeing, you're gonna start. We're gonna talk more about these contracts. They're not very much. They're not breaking the bank on these guys, and they're getting them back. And no. that is crazy. I mean, I sent you guys that that. DM today. It was um Singletary signed oh, yeah. a one year deal for what was it like three point seven or something? It's like yep. I feel like the owners went, all right, we're going too far. We've had gone, enough. We've gone too far with this Deshaun Watson yeah. BS. We're not doing this anymore. You never go full running back. Ever. No, no, never go of, full running. Back. A lot of running backs, a lot of free agent running backs. I saw Miles Sanders. They're nothing, to go. Yeah, these guys are not getting much. They're getting so. super short term deals, like six, seven mil is the top end now. It's right. It's just, I mean, I feel like the owners are resetting the market right now. We're we're gonna pay our quarterbacks. It is what it is. Right. Pretty much nobody else is getting nothing. Yeah. I think it says a lot about what's going to happen with Austin Eckler, which we talked about last week. Well, he right. yeah. he's not going to get what he's looking for at all. No, 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 no one's willing to trade for him and then also give him what he wants. Right. So we'll have to wait and see uh, what inevitably ends up happening with Austin, whether or not he, God forbid, holds out. But hopefully, we no, see him come, come back. Dude, have um, you seen his social media lately? He's holy shit, pumping smokes. Iron. Yeah, he is so strong; it's insane. Yeah, he's, he's gonna play football. He's built to play football. He oh, is. He's yeah. going to. He's still making it. six million this year with us. Like, go play, yeah, finish it. He even said he was interviewed on. A, he went on a podcast. I think it was Chris Long's podcast. Mm. I asked him about all of it. It's a very fan. Very, you guys should go check candid it out. Interview. Yeah, very candid. And he's just like, I, I want to come back to the Chargers. I love the Chargers. Like, I, I want to be a part of this organization. I want to get that taste out of my mouth of that playoff game. I, I you know, I want right. that done. I'm just trying to get the best for me because I'm a running back and my time's limited. Absolutely. But I, if I, Makes you know, sense. if it come, if I come back, I'm going to come back. I'm going to play out my contract and I'm going to give them everything I got. Yep. Cool. So let's go. I, let's go. For the people on social media him. hating on him, talking shit, shit about him, just get the fuck out of here. Like, just <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry. That's harsh, but cut to shit. Yeah. Like, nothing's yeah. even happened yet. Just calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Embarrassing. Wait until a decision gets made and then if, you, if pitchforks if need to come out. Then if you're on LinkedIn, you're doing the same thing as Austin Eckler. So go f*** yourself. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're getting recruited by other teams. Other businesses are reaching right. out. You're trying That's to maximize your value. For. Yeah. yeah He's just, just saying, can I just toss myself on LinkedIn and see what's out there? I'm just trying to get there. my resume out there, see what uh, yeah. the going rate is. Sure. If you're on LinkedIn, you got nothing to say right now. <laughs> You explain <laughs> things so I can understand. Uh, thank you, coach. Thanks, yeah, coach. You're, wel- you're welcome. Um, <laughs> and then uh, moving on to the next player, new contract for Chargers right tackle Trey Pipkins includes 8.75 mil fully guaranteed, including 7.5 mil signing bonus. Uh, max value is three years at 21.75. So that's right, right. tackle. Let's talk. Let's make talk. Seven that is a year. no money. Come on. That's yeah. $7 million a year for a right tackle. 
what the this is like the one situation where I'm like, okay, we didn't break any bank. We 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 got right. him at a discount. Like I'm okay. Right. I hope yeah, he there was hope he continue. I hope he does the exact opposite of everything we were saying. It was a contract year. He's gonna play his best this year, and who knows yeah. what's gonna happen the following year. I it, hope that's not the case. No, yeah, it's it. What if w- my fear was signing him to a fifteen million dollar a year deal, where he's now thought of as a top ten right tackle in the league, and you've broken the bank. He's not proved it over the long term. This is the perfect size contract of three years, where he can still he knows that if I put in three good years, I'm gonna double down on all of this. Come then, like he built it as to where. This is three years. I do what I just did this last year. I'm really getting paid the next time around. So yeah, I, I was not expecting a seven million dollar a year contract for Trey. It's all. he's still he's still ready to grind, and I love it. I I I mean, I still have those same hesitant. Like I don't. I just haven't seen it enough. Mm-hmm. I saw it for one year. Um. So, but with this contract, I feel like there's still enough on the line that he's gonna have to prove. It. He's gonna have to play, play through the aches and pains. He's not going to be able to sit out just because he's got an owie. Um, he's going to want to get that, that third contract. That's going to be his real big payday. Right. Yeah, I'm, I, I've been negative on him for four years and I was negative, negative on keeping him up till now, but guess yeah. what? We're keeping him. I'm a trade. So he's a charger. Fan. Let's go, Let's baby. Go. No, on. you're not going to hear me talking shit about on, him Pip. until there's actual football to <laughs> analyze. And hopefully yeah. he doesn't, he plays awesome and I don't have to say anything. Yeah. yeah. If, if anybody been listening to us for a few years now, you should, you remember the U-turn that Kevin had on Justin Herbert. I mean, it took, it took minutes. <laughs> How f***ing dare took you? Minutes. <laughs> it took How minutes. How dare you keep minutes. bringing this up quarterly? Okay. <laughs> I don't need the quarterly reminder of how yeah. dumb I was. Should we cut to the audio? No. <laughs> yeah. Cut Don't it. do it. <laughs> Throw us back, Adam. No! No! Oh, boy. It's a tough day to be Kevin Duggan, folks. <laughs> God damn it. It's all right. Herbert's going to be good, Isaiah dude. Simmons, dude. Here we go. Isaiah Simmons. Oh, my God. No. All right. There it is, folks. Justin Herbert, quarterback Deep from box, Oregon. Kevo. Coming to Los Angeles. I expect that Venmo hitting soon. So let's let's think let's about go. this for right. a second. Kevin, All right, we'll so get on board. Get, then I'm over. Get, I just dropped my yeah, moment. Let's go. I'm all on board. Get let's go Herbert. together. Go watch YouTube highlight videos. Let's get hyped. This is the guy. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that was fun. I nice <laughs> reminder. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. you. I am just I'm rolling with it. <laughs> I hate you. Um, yeah, so happy love, you I hate podcast. you and I love Justin. Okay, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. and apparently you love Trey Pippen and Trey now too. Yeah, I like you I like Trey. He's got to earn my yeah. love. As mm. soon as he throws an eighty-yard touchdown pass, <laughs> he's got all my love. Um. So yeah, great to have Trey Pipkins back. Uh, and then tight end Donald Parham. Boy, we were singing <gasps> the blues. We were crying big tears. Yeah, and then found out that he is coming back, baby. Re-signing with the Chargers. Uh, which is going to be a two-year, two point six five million dollar deal with upside. There's that's there's these there's no money here, like that's insane. Yeah, a, mil- a little over a million yeah. a year. That's like league minimum. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, he wanted to go out, test the market, and Tested nobody else it. was. Yeah, he yeah. Dipped his big toe in. Well, he didn't feel said, good, and uh, you got to stay where you're at. Yeah. You got to remember, you're you're only as good as the guy throwing you the football. 
So you go look at some of these other teams, you well, see the situations yeah. like, okay, they're all offering me the same amount, maybe a couple teams a little bit more. Mm. But look at that quarterback. Look right. what I have here. I could get another contract after this with Justin Herbert helping right. me. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so different. Like Eck, he's trying to he's trying to see what everyone was willing to offer because he just had two 20 touchdown seasons catching receiving over a thousand yards. So he's like, I have to go test the market and see what it is. Right. Whereas Donald Parham two years ago, season ended with a like scary with a really concussion. scary concussion. This year he was hurt most of the year, scored one touchdown and like you got to come back and prove it again. And you you already know this. You already know the situation. You know the quarterback you have. Like you said, Kev, it's like this makes this is a great makes a lot of sense. And I'm glad it happened. I'm glad it I'm glad it all took shape. And the the video that the Chargers put out of like everyone getting hyped for him when he scored his touchdown and like proud of you. Like that was yeah. pretty cool. Gerald Everett was talking him up. Keenan went over and congratulated him. That's that's cool. He's a big part of the team. Yeah, it. stay no. healthy. Just stay healthy, big guy. Yeah, if he can stay healthy, who knows what kind of numbers he could put up? Yeah, you know, for a whole season's worth of Donald Parham. So glad to have him back. And then lastly, uh, on the special team side, punter J.K. Scott also returning to the Chargers on a two-year, four million dollar deal. So happy for that. Heck, so, so yes. this is one of the bigger return signings, I think, for what. Really? We just in terms of how bad we've been on special teams. Mm -hmm. And when JK Scott showed up and we just skyrocketed to top five in return yeah. yards and all that stuff, right. yeah. that is punting. Yeah. It is much, it, you got to cover, but he is hanging the ball up there so high and so long. Right. It's, it is a total game changer for special teams. I was worried about this and I'm so glad we resigned him. This Big is time. huge. Yeah. Great to have J.K. Scott back. So uh, with the good always comes the bad. Uh, we've got some cuts and departures. This, this is one. Bad, bad. Well, this on. one's Before okay. we get to that. Yeah, the first yeah, yeah, one yeah, yeah. we all kind of saw coming, and that was the Chargers releasing yep. guard Matt Filer because uh, that was going to be an $8.5 million cap hit for 2023. It was kind of like I was listening to the other Chargers podcast before, and they were basically with Matt Filer's contract. They were saying basically they just handed Filer's contract to Pipkins. Pretty much. A little saved less. a million bucks. Saved, saved a million, million bucks. bucks. Yeah. 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 So that's, that's huge. That was that was coming. And now we know where uh, Jamari's playing. It's yeah. clear. Yeah. Oof, that left side. That is young, strong left. Strong side. Strong side. Left yeah. side. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So, yes, our offensive line seems pretty well set as far as who's going to be playing where. Uh, so, yeah, Matt Filer didn't have a great season last year, uh, the last season, and Jamari Sawyer did. Trey Pipkins, when he was out there, did serviceable enough to warrant getting himself a contract. So, makes total sense uh, to see that happen. But this one, this one was the doozy. This one was the one that, while working with Kevin, I was sitting next to him, I stopped what I was doing and I looked at him and I said, dude, you broke the news to me. I didn't even see this. You I couldn't believe it. And my jaw was on the floor. Uh, linebacker drew tranquil, not coming back, not only not coming back to the chargers, but signing a one year deal with the rivals, the chiefs. This is Denzel Perriman all over again. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, it's, and there's so much speculation around this too. Oh, yeah. And everybody from, claiming sources, but nobody willing to say yeah, who the sources are. The one, the one that I'm hearing, I, I was on the board of like he wanted to test in the you know free agency because that's kind of like the mo right now. What what players want to do that? It's like right. what Austin does. Like oh, obviously he's doing what Austin did. Want to test right. the waters? 
What I'm hearing now from a few people is that they Chargers didn't offer him anything. Hmm. They had they couldn't have. They you don't moving. take a one year deal with the Chiefs if we offered you anything. No. And I think this was just a clear situation of coach saw Eric Kendricks became available and he lo- they didn't offer him anything because they picked up Eric. That that is just what this is. <sighs> it's just not. I don't like it, dude. I just no. don't like. I just think that Drew was coming in like he was playing so well. He had like f- three and a half, no, like five sacks or something last year yeah. as a middle linebacker. That's huge production. Yeah, and it's just like a one year deal. Now two years ago. Now imagine go back and right now our starting linebackers are Kaiser White and Drew Tranquil. Right. That's a pretty freaking solid team with guys that were our leaders and that have been in your organization for a long time. Mm-hmm. Instead, you're going to go into the season with Kenneth Murray, who, I mean, obviously athletic freak, but hasn't proven that he can, one, stay healthy, and two, make every play. And Eric Kendricks, who's I'm, I'm super pumped about, but again, brand new guy. It's going to, like, anytime you come into a new, brand new place, it takes a while to get get acclimated. acclimated right i just now they i just pray they sign kyle vanoy to bring some some just like consistency and leadership to that linebacker room yeah because when they brought him in last year it was to play the middle linebacker position he wasn't brought in to be an edge he was like right. a break glass in case of emergency at the edge he's, he's supposed to be a middle guy so yeah i i they, they they have to resign kyle now keep him on the team bring some consistency to that to that room because this is this is tough, man. A one year deal. Oh, and we were, that was the Chiefs just throwing it out there and see if it stick. <laughs> well, and we were talking to we, you know, we we sit at a table, we're editing, where we're doing this job, and right yeah. across the table from us are two Chiefs fans, right? Oh. And we, we looked at them, and not even that, they're like, oh, they didn't really know, Drew, they, but they're like, we don't really need him, right? Yeah, they're like, we've got Trey Burton and whatever the guy that w- was the Super Bowl yeah, MVP they, that should. Nick Bolton. Nick, Nick Bolton, Bolton, I think, was the guy. So, yeah, they're like, he's probably a backup in all honesty. Like, he's not, like, on the field all the time. He's not wearing a green dot. Like, that's not his position on the Chiefs is what they right. were saying. Right. They know the roster way better than I do. Right. And they were just kind of like, well, kind of pumped me out if they were just kind of like, yeah, okay. And we're just like, oh, You don't God. understand. You, know, you will love him it the way true. we loved him. So, it's just. That's, that's even more infuriating. <laughs> It blows. It does. It blows. It, and because it, we all kind of, especially after the Kendrick signing, we all expected like, okay, Drew, probably not coming back. We yeah. kind of, at but least some Chiefs of us were able just to go to another one year deal. But the Chiefs, yeah, the Chiefs is what. That's such salt in the wound. Then that's that does feel. I felt like he personal. was kind of trying to make it personal a yeah. little bit. Felt a little personal. So, what are you going to do? Sucks. Nothing to be done. Is what it is, and it sucks. But it's gonna suck when he goes there and we beat him twice in a year for the first time in a long time. I'll suck for him, not for us. Yeah, right. no, it'll suck for him. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Don't you know? Oh yeah. What doesn't suck is our Patreon, <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/chargechat. <laughs> Uh, we've got a lot of fun videos going on over there. Lots of fun stuff, and uh, we've got to shout out some of our new Patreon members, folks. We've got a couple. We've got Luis Fernando Areza. And many big swigs. Welcome to oh, the party, pal. Let's go. Let's go. So glad to have you, folks. So if you want to go check out some of the exclusive stuff we've got over there, we got a lot of different tiers to work with and a lot of yeah. you know, a lot of incentives in and those tiers. This Saturday, 
Well, that's true. Yeah, our next Saturday. big Zoom hangout. We've got our Zoom hangout with the special tens. Yeah, so. special tens. If you're a special ten, you, we just hang out. We shoot the shit for a while. So Absolutely, it's, it's, it's so, been a blast. It'll be our fifth time. So yes, if you are a special ten, be sure to check your uh, Patreon messages because we'll be sending out links uh, come Saturday. But if you don't want to go to Patreon.com, that's a okay. You can go on over to our website, ChargerChant.com, where you can check out all the cool stuff we've got over there: t-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers in the member section and ask questions in Ask Bolt Fam. So go check out chargechat.com. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, gang. It's time to go on to the next segment. It is Bolt Insight. I think we got a familiar face coming up here. I think some of you might recognize this guy. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. That's right. Yeah. Mm. As soon as that clock starts, your ass mine. When I met Justin Herbert, man, that dude is big as hell. Yeah, the goal is to just keep it rolling. Come in hype because we have a lot of things to be excited about. All right, guys, we are back with another Bolt Insight, and we are super lucky to have the one and only Stephen Haglin from the Guiltiest Charge podcast. What is going on, Stephen? Hey, man, happy to be here. You know, it's been a been a hot minute, so excited to jump back on the the Chargers chat. You know, you guys do. Great work. So, you know, had to, uh, you know, show some love and I appreciate you having me on tonight. Absolutely, brother. It's our yearly thing. It's our, we had a yearly with Austin. This is my my yearly sit down with Stevens. This is awesome. We're gonna, <laughs> I, this is my favorite time because then I'm like, okay, I finally can have some ideas on who who we need to pick up in yeah. the draft. So this will be fun because you guys do awesome work over there getting everybody ready. So we're going to pick your brain. So let's. Let, I want to kick it off with you right, right off the bat with some of the guys that are already on the team. Um, Two specifically, Drew, what happened with that is just ripped it out, ripped my heart out of my chest, pull it apart. It's just a bummer yeah. what happened with that. So let's kick it off with that. Like, what are your kind of thoughts on what happened with uh, with Drew and the quick addition um, of a new linebacker and, and all that? Yeah, man, it was it was definitely very surprising how it went down. Um, you know, around the combine, I had heard that, you know, through the grapevine that the Chargers were really prioritizing Trey, Trey Pipkins and Drew as kind of the, the cornerstones that they wanted to to bring back. And then like first day of free agency hits and it's like, you know, they're very far apart in negotiations. Like they're going to let Joe, let Drew hit the market and pretty immediately they signed Eric Kendricks. And I think Chargers fans should be excited about that. I'm excited about that. I think Eric, Eric Kendricks is a really, really quality player. I think he's an upgrade over Drew in terms of like run defense and tackling. But yeah, it was definitely surprising to see the way that Drew's market unfolded. You know, I, I think him signing for as little as he did was was quite a shock and signing in that specific role in yeah. Kansas City. Definitely probably, you know, more so of a shock. You know, the, the linebacker market was 
was kind of a roller coaster that week, um, you know, based off of some of the other deals. So I was expecting Drew to sign, you know, like a three year, like $24 million deal, like, you know, 8 million per year kind of thing, just based off of, you know, what I think of him as a player and what, you know, guys like Brad Spielberger were projecting and what, you know, we had heard as a podcast of like which teams were interested. And then like the longer it went on, it's just like the linebacker market kept coming back down and down and down and down. And, you know, it was, it was a shock for sure that he ultimately ended up signing basically as a backup in the, for, uh, for the chiefs going forward. So I uh, wish him well, <laughs> he can play great, you except know, 15 times games. a year, but yeah. except <laughs> yeah, for two yeah. games, he can play bad. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it was it was a surprise for sure, and, and I think the Chargers are going to miss him. Yeah, it was crazy, and like the, you know, on social media and everyone, we no one came out and said what happened. So it was like this: like we gave him an offer, he turned it down, and wanted to go find something else. Uh, while we, he was going to find something else, we brought in Kendricks, and it doesn't seem like that was all that necessarily the case. Um, we're still yeah. waiting for an official word, but it's just kind of the way it transpired. Just kind of a bummer. Kind of caught a lot of us off guard. Yeah, it was, you know, history repeating itself with Kaiser White because it was the same kind of thing. You know, Kaiser White, you know, reportedly wants to come back and the Chargers want him back for the right number. And then, you know, they're not super close on negotiations. And then he signs for or basically like the same exact deal that uh, Tranquil signed in, in Kansas City. Kaiser signed in Philadelphia. So, um, you know, Tyler, my co-host, did hear from uh, multiple people that the Chargers didn't even extend a formal offer to That's Drew right. Tranquil That's at right. all, yeah. which is uh, crazy to think about. So, again, I think like we should all be excited about Eric Hendricks. I think that's not getting enough due, sure. right? Sure. But you know, Drew Tranquil will be missed for sure. I, I wish there was a world in which he could also come back with Kendricks. I think the two of them would have been a really awesome linebacker pairing. Sure. Um, but unfortunately, you know, the Chargers just decided to go in a different direction, I guess. And I was pumped when I heard Kendricks because like in my brain, I was like, I know that name. I know that name. <laughs> Fantasy football, we used to play with linebackers and I had him like three oh, seasons wow. and he, we get a point, uh, a point of tackle and he was a yeah. tackling monster. So I was like, okay, yeah. I know this guy I've rooted for him before. <laughs> so i um, excited about that. You know, the other, sure. other side of the ball, man. This Austin Eckler stuff, I totally understand his point of view, what he's trying to do, running backs, you know, they have to capitalize because they're just their bodies yeah. get beat up. But what are your kind of thoughts on how he's doing it? And it doesn't seem like there's much of a market for more than what he's getting paid right now on his current contract. Yeah, the running back market has has gone way down the drain. I mean, um David Montgomery signing in Detroit for you know six million dollars per year. Jamal Williams, who's the same age as Austin Eckler, gets four million per year in New Orleans, coming off of career season himself. You know, even the upper guys, you know, Aaron Jones had to take a pay cut in Green Bay. And so there's just not much of a running back market right now. I understand both sides. You know, I understand why Austin would try and and maximize his leverage right now because he didn't have his big payday, right? Like he was an undrafted free agent. You know, there was the Melvin Gordon stuff, and then the Chargers paid him like a, an RB2. And, you know, he's been he's provided the Chargers with the most valuable contract in the league, arguably, you know, playing on a $6 million per year average and producing 40 touchdowns and, yeah. you know, 4,000 scrimmage yards the last two seasons. So I understand why he's operating the way he's operating. I understand why the chargers are doing, you know, their thing too. Cause I think this is a negotiation tactic on both sides. Essentially the chargers are saying like, okay, we offered you a fair deal. You turned it down, go find one and then come back to us. Yeah. And I think this is the, I think this is the right side. This is the right, way to operate for both sides. I do ultimately expect Austin to to come back. I think the Chargers and him will be able to find a middle ground and uh, get the situation resolved. But 
you know, anytime you hear about a trade request, it's like pretty jarring, especially for somebody like Austin, who's been like arguably the, the most vocal leader on the offense over the last three years. Well, and there's something to be said for him right now, like wanting to go try and get that contract after two years with Lombardi, 100%. where that was that offense. Like he, that was yep. designed for him. What that looks like next year with, you know, Kellen Moore, who knows what that's going to be. So right. I think that might also be the kind of the, you know, the, you know, the caveat where it's like, all right, well, I might as well get paid with this OC before <laughs> he left. You know what I mean? So yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that all, all plays out. But, you know, I want to get to your opinion on this draft because there's so many things that in the last week and a half, it's kind of everything's kind of coming into picture a little bit in terms of sure. what we need, what the value might be at some of these, at some of these positions. So first, let's just kind of, you know, your first round, kind of who you're hoping, who, you know, who, who you want to be a charger next year. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the pipe dream, if you want to call it that for me at this point, which it didn't feel this way until the combine, but I'm a huge Nolan Smith fan from Georgia. Um, you know, he's a pass rusher. I know that's not super popular on social media. You know, the Chargers adding another defensive player for Brandon Staley. But um, I just think where the value is in this class, like I think the Chargers are better off to find offensive talent on day two. And that's at tight end and wide receiver, which I think they should definitely do. Um, I love this pass rusher class. And, you know, the reality is, you know, this this edge three spot that the Chargers have, they're going to play around 800 snaps if everybody's healthy. You know, that's a, a basically a starting caliber player. And, you know, I, I think Nolan Smith has the the perfect amount of pass rushing juice as well as run defense and just his sheer like love of football. And, and the Chargers have a type when it comes to like character in the first round. And we've seen that with um, obviously Rashawn Slater, Zion Johnson, Justin Herbert, all these guys, Derwin, like they want these guys who just love football but are also like really just quality dudes. And Nolan Smith was a math major in college at Georgia. Yeah. He was like a 3.9 student, like just a great guy overall. So I think he checks a lot of boxes and his, his tape, man, like he's, he's a, an elite caliber talent. And if he hadn't gotten hurt this past year, you know, he tore his peck like halfway through the season. And I think we'd be talking about somebody who's like a bona fide top 10 pick. So if he's available for the chargers, I would be so, so happy if, if he were ultimately the pick. And we got to take, you know, what you did last year calling Zion was pretty incredible. So props on that. So <laughs> <laughs> listen to this guy. He knows what he's talking about. So, Thank you know, you. that that's, you know, you said it's kind of pipe dream, kind of what you would love to happen. Yeah. He's, he's not there. Who do you think right after that is somebody that you're like, okay, this can Im- immediately help this team and uh, and get us to a, a better place? Yeah, you know, outside of the edge class, I think this is a great tight end class. And, uh, you know, you see the thing right over here. You know, I went to the University of Utah. I love Dalton Kincaid. Um, Him and Jared Everett are a tad redundant as much as I would love that pick. I think long term wise, Dalton would be so much fun. Um, But Michael Mayer, like, I think checks a lot of boxes for them, too. And obviously, Tom Telesco has had an affinity for Notre Dame in the past. (laughs) That's right. Um, you know, and Daniel Popper wrote in one of his articles recently that the Chargers were, quote unquote, desperate to find a tight end who could impact the run game and also impact the passing game. And so I think Michael Mayer just does a lot of everything really, really well. Like I think Dalton's probably a better pass catcher. I think Darnell Washington is, is probably a better blocker, but I think if you just like take a really solid combination of players, I think Michael Mayer would be that guy. And, you know, last year, like one of the reasons why I advocated for Zion was it was, it was a high ceiling safe pick, right? Like the chargers can't afford to have, 
they can't afford to take these unnecessary risks. And so to me, it's the same kind of thing with Michael Mayer. I think he's a very safe, high ceiling prospect who just gives them something different that they don't necessarily have right now. And so um, Michael Mayer, I think, is is a very logical alternative to a pass rusher. Outside of that, maybe you're talking about maybe one of the corners. I don't love this receiver class, so that's definitely something we want to we can talk about. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think in the first round for me, it's it's a pass rusher or a tight end, and then you can add other talent, you know, in, in down the road on day two. Yeah, I think I'm with you on that. I, a lot of great tight ends, and we just haven't had one. It's been a revolving door, yeah. um, and you know, Cook didn't work out, and Everett, you know, made some mistakes last year. So we'll kind of see what happens with that. But like, let's jump on to what you were talking about with the wide receivers. It, it's such a thing with our fan base. It's like you need to get yeah. speed. You need to take off the tops of these defenses for, so Justin Herbert can throw it downfield. Yes, that's true. Speed doesn't always translate to the receiver that's going to get open and be where he needs to be. So what are your kind of thoughts on this wide receiving class and kind of the 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 myth of like, get somebody fast, get them out there, and it's going to solve all of our problems? Yeah, I think you definitely want to add speed, right? Like I think Brandon Staley and Tom Velasco have talked about that and, and done so properly. I think this is the wrong class to take a receiver in the first round. I don't feel comfortable... Like to me, because if you're taking somebody in the first round, you're saying that I think this player can become a, a legit RB1, tight end one, wide receiver one, edge one at some point down the road. I just don't feel comfortable in the this class saying that these guys project as, as a true like top target getter for an offense. I think this is a great class to need a specialist, need a speed threat, need a yards after cash threat, need a, a, a jump ball, go ball winner. And so for me, like, I think the Chargers would be wise to spend a day two pick on a wide receiver. Um, you know, Marvin Mims from Oklahoma and Tyler Scott from Cincinnati are two of my guys. I love the way that they are able to, you know, attack the fields vertically and really just like go after the ball and be physical. Like, I think you want to see somebody who's a deep ball threat to be physical at the high point and not just be fast, right? Like, like you're saying, you want to see them do other things, but just besides run really fast. So, Marvin Mims to me would be, you know, an ideal candidate for this offense. I think he can be very creative with him. I think you can, you know, hand the ball off on jet sweeps with him. I think you can, uh, you know, throw him the ball with with slants and yards after catch. And I think he can stretch the field vertically. So um, he's somebody I would love to insert into this offense. I think he'd be a great fit. Um, he's going kind of like third round, fourth round on consensus. But to me, he's like a second round player. And I would be very happy to add uh, to add him to you know, obviously Mike Keenan and Josh Palmer and all those guys. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We'll, we'll see what happens. It's exciting for that. And then I want to get, you know, the day three is the tough day, you know, for, for yeah. a Charger fan. When you're looking at you're like, okay, who are these guys? A lot of these guys, they call their names. You're like, okay, let's quickly do some research. I want to get your <laughs> get your opinion on who one of your sleepers is. For, for me, one of the guys in the third third day that I want, that like just selfishly want, is Deuce Vaughn. I just, I loved that guy. I know yeah. it's not a full need right now, but like the way that guy plays football, I like that a lot. What's a guy for you that in that the third day that you're like, okay, people aren't really talking about him or or this would be a great guy to add to our our team? Yeah, man. Deuce Vaughn's a really fun player. He's just, you know, the height concerns, the weight concerns are a very real thing, unfortunately. For hey, me. but I will say <laughs> uh, the defensive lineman will not be able to see him. Like that's he, very true. He will be able to squeak out all the, all over the place, but yeah, keep that going is very that. true. <laughs> that's very true. Um, you know, I, I do think an underrated need for the chargers is defensive line. Um, you know, Austin Johnson and Otito Agbonia, both coming off of season ending injuries. 
Morgan Fox is is on a short term deal. Um, Austin Johnson also a free agent after this season. So, um, you know, I, I think they need to add another body in that regard and hopefully have, you know, kind of a long-term building block to, to pair with Otito and, you know, Byron young from Alabama, big number 47. If you watch him up front, he's somebody I'm really, really loving. I think he's really strong at the point of attack has that grip strength where he can really control blockers and, and shed and shed and make plays on the football as well. It's an underrated pass rusher too. We know that Brandon Staley really likes to pick from that Alabama, Georgia kind of system. And I think he would make a lot of sense. You know, he could probably start and tell those other guys get healthy, but yeah, man, he's, he's not getting a ton of love because he's not like a high end pass rush producer at defensive tackle, but I think he's just a really solid presence that can eat blocks, keep the linebackers clean and really kind of just mug it up in the middle. So Byron young from Alabama, I think is, is somebody I think is a, a bit slept on in this class. Awesome. Well, Hey, Steven, we really appreciate your time, man. It was so awesome having you on again and, you know, sharing your insights and please for everyone that, um, obviously they probably have checked you guys out, but please tell them where, where they can uh, check out your stuff, uh, you know, during the off season. Yeah. So we're on any, uh, podcast platform, including YouTube. Um, you can follow us at GAC podcast 17 on pretty much any social media platform. And then, uh, my personal Twitter handle is Steven I Hagland, H A G L U N D. And uh, yeah, happy to to have anybody, you know, come and, and find us. And, you know, we love talking football over there. So appreciate you for having me tonight. Yeah, brother, for sure. And hopefully we can do one of those monster episodes again where we get us all <laughs> together. And uh, that'd be super fun before this uh, season gets rolling. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Um, have, a, have a great rest of the offseason. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you. Talk to you a little later. All right. Sounds good, man. Hey, brother. Well, there you go. Podcast host from another mother, Steve Hagland. <laughs> thank you for coming on and chatting with Kev. Thanks, brother. Uh, yeah, thanks, man. Great takes, man. Great, great insight onto uh, what's been going on with free agency and all the uh, potential draft pickups. I mean, truly at this point, it is kind of a toss up as far as where we could go because we're so far down on that list, drafting 21st yeah. overall. Like, it's, it's fun, though. I feel it like is 20 fun. down there's obviously more fun because that means you had a better season. Um, right. But it's also like you, I feel like you don't get so stuck on one player when you're drafting top five. You're like, I want this guy. And if we don't get this guy, I'm going to be pissed. Right. Yeah. When you're at 21. It's like when I hear somebody else have a different take, I'm like, that's a good take. I like it. Okay, I'm okay, yeah. I'm kind of more for that. <laughs> if that happens. All right. Okay, all cool. Right. Nolan Smith. Sold sick, it. I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, Steve, thank you again so much for coming yeah, thanks, on. Thanks, thanks, brother. Really appreciate it. Um, let's move on now to the next segment. It is fan focus. And let's see which fan is coming in to focus. All right, guys, we are back for another fan focus, and we are super lucky to have Lexi from Temecula. What is going on, Lexi? Hi, thanks so much. I'm We're so excited. So pumped to have you. We appreciate the support. We see the sweatshirt. We really appreciate you on that. It's awesome. Yes. So I, I got, I'm excited to talk to you. We've been interacting for a long time now. Let's figure this out, man. How did you become a Charger fan? Uh, so every time, uh, funny enough, like I listen to the podcast, I'm always so excited to tell this. So my grandma actually had uh, tickets, season tickets way back in the day for years when I was Jack Murphy, all that. And she would take all of us in the RV. We would camp out and it was a rotation of like just having all of the family go in and just have the experience of going to the stadium. And I I guess it's in my blood, really. So just all of my family, except my dad, but 
Nobody cares about that. He's a Cowboys fan. Um, exactly. That's cool. I remember all those RVs at the uh, stadium. I'm, my one of my dad's friends used to like take us in one, and it's just like it's just a cool experience, like the family tailgate experiencing that together. That's a really cool way that that you got started as a Charger fan. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what's been going on. It's been a wild off season. It's really exciting. Crazy stuff's going on. What are your kind of general thoughts on what you've seen so far with what the Chargers have been doing? Oh, okay. Uh, the Chargers themselves, I'm just, I'm hoping that the organization can take itself in a place of like, we've been going kind of in this place of let's get these guys for Justin. Let's build this offense. Let's build this defense, which definitely could use some improvements, but for the most part, it's like they're getting them there. So for me, seeing the Eckler stuff last week, not um, awesome. <laughs> no, not awesome at all. I'm really hoping he stays. I know there's a lot of negativity around it, but my thoughts really are just keep him. We already have our other guys. I'm really sad to see Drew leave. That was really yeah. a heartbreak, but I'm hoping we can find someone. And I agree with you last week. If we could pull someone like give me Kelsey, but just give me someone Kelsey. Like that's yeah. all I need. Just yeah. that's what I want to see. We'll take a, we'll take a Kelsey adjacent, if you will. It's, uh, there's not yes. many Kelsey's out there. So yeah, no. it's, it was a crazy week. Like the roller coaster of like re-signing Morgan Fox and then that happening. And then drew, not only drew leaving, but going to the Kansas City Chiefs is just, if you took my heart, ripped it out of my chest and ripped it in half <laughs> is kind of how I felt when I felt that news. Like, what's it like for you to see him go to the Chiefs? Um. Okay, so not only did they take my heart out, they also stomped on it <laughs> and then spit on it and said, if your worst nightmare came true on Drew, I... That was pretty much it. I guess the only way it could get worse is at least he didn't go to the Raiders and yeah. get his talent wasted. At least the Chiefs will probably use him. But yeah, <sighs> it was it was sad for sure. But it's kind of we kind of see a more clear path on what's going on. So mm -hmm. what the future is going to be. So what are you excited about? Like th there's so much going on right now. Like the Justin Herbert getting a new offensive coordinator. Like what what is the thing that you are like? Okay, next season, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch my first Charger game. What's the one thing you're hoping you see or that you really want to see? I, okay, so being that my dad is a Cowboys fan, uh, he was like, so Kellen's probably leaving. And he's like, I think he's coming to you guys. And I'm like, I haven't really thought about like, you know, anything. So how do you feel about him? He goes, you know what? I think the one person I would be sad about leaving is him as far as coaching. And he's like, you guys are really going to get like, you're going to get something really well worth it. And as my husband says, anyone that can make Cooper Rush look that good sure. <laughs> clearly is worth it. So yeah. I'm excited about Kellen. I'm excited to see Justin come out of the pocket more. Sure. I mean, the best plays we saw out of him that both rockets to uh, Williams and to Allen was literally the best thing we've seen. And if we can actually have that be set up and be on purpose and structured, I can't even think about anything better. I know that'll be a cool <laughs> offense to watch for sure. Especially if they could stay yeah. healthy. That's the goal. Like stay healthy. Let's keep all you guys mm -hmm. on the field at the same time. And we'll see what, we'll see what this does. So, mm -hmm. um, and something I always like to ask people, you know, you've been a fan for a long time, obviously, 
What is your best charger memory up to this point? Think about this a lot too. Okay. My favorite, it's a couple of them, but they're really short. Um, back in the day, my mom was a restaurant manager for one of the local restaurants that's no longer there. And the one thing they would do is cater for the um, celebrity uh, golf tournaments that they had back in, uh, I want to say it was like La Jolla. And when I was about seven or eight, uh, I got to meet Papa Phil. Nice. Oh my God. That's um, awesome. <laughs> yeah. He was super nice. And I was like eight, super nervous. It was like, Oh my God, I can't believe it. And she's like, just go up to him and ask him. So I'm like, will you sign this for me? And not having anything else, I had a paper plate and he signed the paper plate. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and I got like Ray Romano and like a bunch of other guys, but like his was always my favorite. And I made sure like his was first. I put it in the middle, like said, can you put it here? And he was like, just talking about how happy he was to be there and just really wanted to do some good stuff with charity. And it, it was just the coolest thing. He was so nice. Talked about, uh, I think he had like just two kids at the time. So um, I got to meet them a little bit too, and they were super sweet. But that was my probably first favorite. My second would just be the fact that we went to the Ravens, had them kick our butts, yeah. had came back two weeks later and said, not today. Yeah. <laughs> That was an epic, epic playoff win. That was like yes. next level. So that was that was you know that was our last playoff win. So mm-hmm. let's get more of that. That's what I want to yes. see this year. Just let's get into the playoff and let's kick some butt. That's what I want to see. Agreed. Yes. So all right, cool. Well, it was so amazing meeting you, Lexi. Thank you so much for your time and and thank you so much for all the questions you send in and everything. Like, you know, I this is my favorite thing is meeting other fans. So thank you so much for your time. Yeah, and uh, don't go too hard on me on my question this week. Uh, okay. But I, I definitely wrote a good script for Will Dog. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> so that's amazing. I can't wait to hear it. And uh, thank you again, Lexi. And uh, stay in touch. Let's uh, let's go. Yeah. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye. All right. Well, Lexi, thank you for uh, sitting down with Kevin. Who you, you killed might, him? You killed Lexi. him. <laughs> Did you kill him? He's no, gone. I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> So With the ghost of Kevin's past. Yeah, right those there. listening probably are yeah, like, well, what are you talking like about? Kev- yeah, what's the uh, yeah. deal? But those watching on YouTube, uh, Kevin's computer is having a bit of a conniption, as it might be. I, so. I uh, forgot to plug it in, and it doesn't like running on 2% battery. So mm. we're giving mm. this thing old old college charge and uh we'll i'll be back momentarily we'll with give some it video. a hot minute yeah and you don't really need to see my face I'm not, it's not really that um but yeah boy what awesome uh stories about going to going yeah to the, the rv life RV. at the yeah. tailgates and all that and there's just the you know her dad being the, the cowboys fan like yeah yeah it's i'm she's cool and we interact with her a lot she's always asking questions so right. it was it was just it was awesome. awesome finally getting to meet her big time um, yeah, we're, we're pretty bummed about Drew as well there, Lexi. So you're not alone in that, in those feelings, but we, we appreciate you coming on and chatting with Kev all the same and, uh, hope to have you on in the future. Absolutely. Be fantastic. And see you at Patreon. Hey, can always do that as well. Um, all right. Well, time to go on to the next segment. You know, them, you love them. There's a Craig experience. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. Uh, Oh, great experience. Hello there. Make yourself at home. 
Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. Yeah. Your boy's back. Spent some time out in Vegas last week, and uh, apparently March is a popular time to head out there. But I mean, it's Vegas. Do you really need an excuse to go? But whatever. Missed the Duggan bros by a few days, so it would have been cool to uh, bump into them. But, you know, here's what it is. Uh, went out there for my wife's birthday. She wanted to catch the Usher residency. Uh, had a really good time. Amazing show, by the way. So check it out if you ever feel so inclined. But yeah, a lot going on in the NFL and particularly in Charger Land. So let's uh, get past all the pleasantries and get into it. CC gang, the biggest of salutes and to the rest of the boat fam, what is good? She got Craig in Texas. And welcome to another edition of the Craig experience. Okay, since I know the guys are going over it already, quick and dirty from my perspective in regards to free agency. We all know what took place. Trey Pipkins, Morgan Fox, Donald Parham, uh, J.K. Scott, all back in the fold. And a new addition. Uh, former Minnesota Viking, former All-Pro, middle linebacker, Eric Kendricks. Mm, uh, that would mean there's a particular name at the same position that uh, is the odd man out, Drew Tranquil. And uh, Buddy looks like he may have overplayed his hand and uh, decided he was going to go join the dark side, which is a choice. Specifically because he's probably like the third or fourth best linebacker on that roster. But, you know, to each their own. Anywho, with some of the moves the Chargers made and bringing guys back, uh, kind of frees them up in the draft, which is what you want to be able to do anyway. You never really want to go into the draft with a pressing need because if things don't fall your way, you may have to reach. We've seen that before. Don't want any parts of that. But Chargers did a pretty decent job. Now, if they can fill that opposite uh, safety role of Derwin, be really, really awesome. So, safety out there, uh, formerly now, of the uh, Cleveland Browns, once played for Brandon Staley uh, with the LA Rams, Mr. John Johnson, and also another safety, uh, formerly of the Packers, who's pretty versatile, that I wouldn't mind playing opposite Derwin. Mr. Amos, you can go look it up if you pleased. Either one of those guys worked perfectly fine to me, but uh, I think I would really like to see John being that he's already played in Staley's system and has had tremendous success in it. So we'll see where that goes. But if they can show up that safety spot, then it opens up the door for a few things come uh, next month. And uh, that leads me into what I want to touch on today. Positions of need going to the draft and every segment I'll touch on these until we get into the draft and I'll start because this is the direction I feel like the Chargers need to go in on the offensive side of the ball I would love to see them go offense heavy and uh speaking of heavy that brings me to the focus of today's uh Craig experience Mr. Darnell Washington if you know anything about me my heart is split between two guys in this draft on the offensive side of the ball, uh, Darnell and Zay. But today is about D-Dub. So 
a freaking six foot seven, 270 pound anomaly who's teetering along the lines of like Sasquatch legend. Uh, I mean, if you look back at his production in college at Georgia, keep in mind he was the number two tight end behind who's going to be a first round draft pick in the uh, future, Mr. Brock Bowers. And he was utilized more in a you know blocking tight end role. He made some plays offensively, but you could see the potential there. It's just not what he was called to do at Georgia, who's more of a run first team. Um, they spread it out a little bit, but you didn't really get to see Washington fully bloom. Uh, but, you know, people are asking, is a player like that worth a first round pick? I don't know. I mean, day one, from the second he steps on the field, he's a top three blocking tight end in the NFL, in my opinion. Um, I mean, also what that does is it helps to shore up any potential offensive tackle deficiencies you might experience in the season, whether it be from just downplay or injuries, because those are almost certain to happen at some point. And you've got essentially what amounts to, and you've heard this a bunch of times, an additional tackle out there who can also run routes and catch passes. But he's a little bit more versatile than that. Sorry, versatile than that. Um, I mean, you can move him out wide alongside of having him play a traditional inline wide tight end. You can put him in a slot. And he's also athletic enough to play some H back. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, you need proof of the athleticism? Sure. Why not? Let's talk about it. 464 at the 40. Again, at six foot seven, 270 pounds. Keep that in mind. He also had a 4.08 short shuttle. For a quick comparison, uh, the number one performer in short shuttle at the combine was Jackson Smith and Jigba, uh, who timed in at what, 393? And, you know, that's pretty awesome. It's freaking elite, actually. But uh, another little tidbit of information for you here Darnell Washington finished third there in timing. And, uh, I mean, he's also six inches taller and about 70 pounds heavier. So I'm just saying, for me personally, when you look at somebody with that type of athleticism and what they can be in an offense, the type of potential that's there, especially if, by the way, per our head coach, who wants to be a line of scrimmage team, then what better way to solidify that than with this Mammoth at tight end who can grow along with your quarterback and become a safety net. Uh, you can attack other positions in the draft later on because there's depth there. You can argue you could go tight end later. You absolutely could. There's no other player in the draft at this position like this dude. And the more you can do, the more valuable I feel you are. So if you're a one trick pony, even if you're really good at that one trick, would you rather have someone who's elite at one thing with all the tools to become very good, if not elite at others, or a guy who's just going to be that one thing and teams know exactly what they expect when they see him on the field. When you're talking towards the back end of the uh, first round, I don't see what the problem is there. I would take Darnell Washington without a second guess. Again, is there value in waiting because there's quality depth there in regards to that position sure but like i said before you run a couple risks think about where he could end up this is actually a nightmare for me 
Do you know where Darnell Washington is from? Vegas. Do you know who just traded their tight end? Their number one all pro tight end to the New York Giants? Vegas. See where I'm going here? I will have a conniption. If Darnell Washington somehow ends up a Raider, I don't want any. Look, it can't happen. Please, God, spare me. But look, I get it. If they don't take him, it is what it is. But it's one of the people I'm playing my flag for. And at a position of need, to me, he's my favorite. Is he the best at the position right now? No. Does he have the potential to be? Absolutely. And I mean, it's not the direction I honestly think the Chargers will go. It's just my personal favorite. So throwing that out there. And uh, next time around, we'll talk about another offensive position, wide receiver. And I've already told you who my guy is there, so you know what to expect. Just give you a little bit more information on him. Uh, you probably know all about him at this point if you are as zany about him as I am. Uh, but we'll talk about it anyway because because we can. So with that being said, Appreciate y'all's time again. It's been your boy. I uh, am looking forward to the draft per usual because I'm a nerd about stuff like that and continual offseason moves. So let's see what the charges get done here in the next few weeks uh, pre-draft. And there's usually a pretty decent move that comes after it as well. But they've done a really, really good job at managing these uh, contracts and allowing the market to be set. And getting guys at steals, honestly. So let's see how things round out. And, uh, you know, I'll be back, man, next time with another one. Uh, again, I appreciate you. Catch y'all next time. Until then, K, love you, bye. Well, thank you, Craig, for giving another awesome deep dive on the Craig experience. And Darnell Washington is the uh, it's Craig Scott is guy. Isn't it crazy? Like everyone, you know, there's so many different guys people love in the first round. Yeah, it's yeah. like I'm a uh, Meyer guy. He's a Darnell guy. Yeah, there's just so many guys. You can have whatever guy you yeah. want. There's a lot of guys out there, and when you're down sitting at 21, like Kyle said, who knows who's going to be there when it comes time for for the Chargers? Lots of guys. Go. You got to keep guys. your options open, right? And like Craig said, you know, there's not necessarily a huge whole like there's not a big player or position that we're just like god if we don't get this we're yeah like yeah it's you know what yeah there's some areas that we could get better at and there's some areas that we could get more depth at but i mean when first round guys you're talking about guys that are plug and play ready to go making an impact so what is that yeah. opportunity yeah, Darnell's all a weird situation. I feel like a lot of these guys that come from these huge schools, because Darnell wasn't even the number one tight end for Georgia. Right, yeah. But that doesn't mean he's not an incredible tight end. Absolutely, They just have yeah. a stud sophomore that was playing. And, like, they were probably sharing duties pretty close to half and half. Mm -hmm. But it's like Alabama. Alabama comes out with these defensive linemen that play a third of the snaps be just because they're so, they're so deep. And they come out and right. they're they have no miles on them. They're fresh. They're ready to rock and roll, and they end up being incredible. So, yeah, I feel like Darnell. Yeah, if he goes to the Raiders, that will be a real bummer. Yeah, it feels like a Raider pick. It really does because don't, don't make it a reality. The speed, <laughs> the all the reason, measurables. Yeah, the reason is, the, is the athleticism that he has. 
he blew up the combine. Like right. it was like a what the hell is going on? Because the production in college wasn't quite that high just because of the system that he was in. Mm-hmm. Um, but the athleticism is the the Raiders always want to draft the fastest guy in right. the in the draft. So they always want the most athletic guy. Doesn't always pay off, but that would I would feel for Craig if that ends up happening. And they just got rid of uh, Waller. So yeah, and Waller well, just left. They just lost Waller, but I just saw that I think it was OJ Howard just signed with well, they're the Raiders. Ta- they signed or they're oh, talking. Really? I thought I heard. I thought I saw signed. It might just. I think be they talks. were just talking meeting. I, I thought don't. I saw signed. Put it down in the comments if you signed. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put it in the Google search. <laughs> okay. Raiders sign former Texas tight end OJ Howard. Yeah, they just signed. signed. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. So if they do go for Washington, then it's a depth piece at that point or multiple right. tight Which end package might be good for him right he is kind of a depth guy where he needs maybe a year to acclimate to the to the nfl i don't know i don't want to talk about the raiders anymore <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a goddamn yeah, raider podcast yeah, yeah, come on to, yeah um, all right well F-T-R. craig craig thank you so much for giving Thanks, us craig. awesome craig experience and it's time to go on to the next segment will it bring back kevin's beautiful mug ha uh, ha uh. We'll have to wait and see, but it's time for Ask Bolt Fam, Ghost Kevin Edition, question mark. I'm Ron Burgundy. (laughs) (laughs) Time to put your money where your mouth is. Hi, guys. Don't jam a thumb up his butthole. That's what you do. (laughs) I wet myself in excitement. Both are hungry. Your thoughts are like, totally appreciated. (laughs) Catch you later, dude. Okay, love you, boy. That's right, folks. Abracadabra. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) My video's back. Kevin is back, folks. Back from the dead. We got it all sorted out. Hopefully... It'll be good for the rest of the show. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. But uh, it's time for Ask Bolt Fam. And we start off Ask Bolt Fam with Mr. Pekar, who asked the question. (laughs) Oh, we have a big shiny new linebacker to root for. Did you see him downing that beer at the Kings game? He was like, nom, 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 nom. (laughs) I am happy even even I thought, uh, even though I were Miss Tranquil. Question, are you guys happy with this signing of Kendrick's? Also, draft question, sorry in advance. If safety Brian Branch is available at 21, do the Chargers go that route to compliment DJ? I am a huge Michael Mayer fan, so that's my hope. Thanks, guys. FTR, BTF, UK, love you. Bye. Nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, yes, we all saw Kendrick down the beer. Impressive, really. That impressive. was impressive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He I, felt I, at home. It didn't feel forced like he was trying to do it. No. It felt like it was just a normal Thursday night out at the Kings. Another game. day out for Mr. Kendrick. Yeah. And he just posted something on social media where he just eBayed Chargers stuff and he's got like a sweet Chargers leather jacket. Get now. Out of here. Yeah. So I'm, I, dude, I'm on board. I'm fully he's on board. A UC, he's a UCLA guy. He had a yeah. house in LA before he even signed. Like that was his offseason home. So, yeah. so now he's an off-season. LA guy. It's pretty, yeah. I'm pumped. I, I'm like, there's very few linebackers in the league that you know. You know, like right. names that you know. He's one of those names. Like, yeah, I know who Eric Kendricks is. He's a stud. Like, gets at like really like tenacious. Gets after the ball. Like, yeah, I'm I'm pumped about Kendricks on the team for sure. We are ready for for Mr. Kendricks. Uh, and safety Brian Branch available at 21. 
We'll see what happens. Dude, this, we're in a situation now where we're going to see who falls to us. I, I, yeah. Safety isn't really on my list of first-round picks, but if the talent's there and none of the other guys that we need, that we want, are there, go get them. Yeah. At I still got point, my fingers crossed for John Johnson coming over from, from that would Cleveland. That would be fantastic, yeah. yeah. That's still my hope, cause just because he had the familiarity with our coach already and it just feels like way more of a plug-and-play we haven't had the greatest success with rookie safeties in the past outside of Derwin, who was a, a pro bowler his rookie year. It's a lot guess, of weight. So it's a lot of back, waiting with rookies. You know what I mean? Right. We're ready to win right now, dude. Our roster is ready to win, you know? So it's like, it just feels like we need that guy to step in and be, be a baller right away. Mm -hmm. That's a tough spot to do it. It's a tough spot, but uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Mr. Peck R, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Dante Jackson. Who asked the question? Certified so fresh. Do y'all have any sauces? <laughs> what? Okay. No. So I, I think no. First of all, no. We don't uh, have a source. I believe Dante. Oh, I thought you said sauces. I'm like sauces. I love <laughs> like sauces. What do you mean sauces? We don't have any sauces. We get on it. We can have yeah. a charge of sauces. Oh man. Oh Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. 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 No, Dante's referencing all the uh, sources. Drew Tranquil tweets yeah. about sources say this or sources say that, but nobody's willing to say who the source is. We or, got no, no sources. I, don't don't go to ESPN. Get Ian Rappaport on your Twitter notifications. All of us don't are not us. locked. None of us are locked We're just in on this. Fans of the Chargers, right? We yeah, do. Check Twitter one thumb at a time, Rike. just like you folks. We got Rike. Yeah. If, Rike's if, fan of the year, dude. He might Rike's know fan shit. of the year. So he's I might a, have to start hitting up some sources. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we do have a source. So we maybe. just haven't tapped into that source enough. Yeah. yeah, maybe they've just been sitting there this whole time and we've just not taken advantage of it. But uh, uh, yeah. Dyer Volko is a pretty big deal. If you haven't yet, they go are, apply yes. to a chapter. Please. Uh, so there you go, Dante Jackson. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Jermaine Williams. Who asked the question? Jermaine Williams here out of Delaware. How do you guys feel about a Denzel Perryman reunion? I'd love to hear you guys' thoughts on this. Caleb, you bye. Denzel Perryman reunion. I'm not sure he fits what we do as a defense now. He's not He's not the best in coverage. He was always a liability. He really was. Hmm. He was just the thumper that stopped the run. Right. But I think what, what coaches defense ask of a linebacker like that, I don't think he's, he's set up for us, really. You know what a reunion I want to see? Hmm. And what? I feel like it fits our scheme really well and like our need is Melvin Ingram. Bring him back on a one-year deal. The guy oh, adds that depth at pass rush. He is a charger. Like he's out. He, we all know he's faking it wherever else. With the Chiefs, he's a faker. With the Dolphins, it's fake. Come back to the Chargers and finish out your career where you belong. There you go. Totally. We will sign the petition for Melvin Ingram to come back for sure. But uh, great question, Jermaine Williams. Thanks for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Intelligent Links 641. Certified Fresh. Who asked the question? Do you guys have any thoughts on bringing in someone like DJ Chark? I like the way you said Chark. Chark. DJ Chark. Oh, my God. It depends on the money, but if the money's right, I wouldn't hate that. Yeah, it just feels like a Jalen Guyton's a free agent. I just I don't know why he hasn't gotten a one-year deal for really cheap. Yeah, you know, it's everyone else out there is getting a one year deal. 
he he definitely has like a prove it type of mindset with what he did last year playing no games you know it's like it just feels like that's a really easy plug and play with if you're going to draft the guy in the second or third round allow him a little bit of time with behind Jalen Guyton and Palmer to get his legs under him it just feels like an easy cheap one-year signing to bring back Jalen Guyton as opposed to bringing a new guy like DJ Chark that has no familiarity with Justin and right. would have to be a whole new thing. So um, I don't really see a free agent wide receiver in our, in, in the cards for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It feels like we're kind of in draft mode right now. Like right. whoever we're going to add, there's not much money left. If you want to sign Johnson, that would be awesome. That would be an upgrade for me. And then you just need to go get what you got to get in the draft. Mm-hmm. Like that's where it's at. Right. So we'll have to wait and see there. Intelligent Links 641. But thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Epoki. Epoch? Epoki? I don't know. Certified Fresh without <laughs> trouble you're having with okay. that. Who asked the question? Everyone just needs to relax on poor Drew Tranquil, okay? <laughs> Although kind of freaking lame to go to the Chiefs, okay? At least it wasn't the no good Raiders, okay? But in all seriousness, he's a good Christian man. And uh, probably just uh, wanted to get away from the Gamora that is Los Angeles, California, okay? I wish him and his family the best, okay? My question, okay? Name one player who was on the team last year you would like to see the Chargers sign, okay? And my second question, Kincaid or Nolan, okay? That's easy, okay? okay. That, was, that was solid. I like that one. Well, thank you. Well, that was good, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, so one player uh, from the team last year would like to see the Chargers sign. I mean, we kind of just tooted a big horn for Jalen Guyton to come back. Yeah, mine's still Kyle Vinoy, though. I really, really yeah. think Kyle's the, I don't know, dude, just like the leadership that he offers. We saw it already last year. And with the linebacker room, like I said, being very new and I don't know. I just think that's a big piece, a locker room piece with letting Drew Tranquil go, which was that leadership yeah. locker room guy. He just, just get it done. Give him his two years. Let him finish out his career here. Uh, I think he earned it last year with what the production that he had at the end of the year. And you could probably get him back on a one-year deal. I don't see how that's not like a unfeasible thing. Get him back, give him a little bit of money, get him back. Mm-hmm. He probably you know? wants more than a one year now. like I feel like last year was his one year where, hey, I'm going to go prove that I can still play. And now wherever I go next, that's where I'm going to finish things out. And give me the two-year, like, and right off into the sunset type of thing. Now, maybe right. that'd be great if he took a one-year for the team, but I think he probably is looking for a two-year deal somewhere. At least. I yeah. would be fine doing it. I know they make fun of him. They call them old man and all that stuff. But he's he was such an important part of our defense yeah. at the end of the year. Like, look right. how I want to play the way we played at the end of that year. Right. right. And a lot of that had to do with... Uh, Kyle Van Noy being clutch at the perfect time. Right. Right. Um. So bring him back. I don't... I'm just glad he's not signing anywhere else. Maybe he's holding because we're still in a wait and see period. Like oh, stuff yeah. still he's, has to happen. The now, draft's gonna come. Yeah. He's now entered into the post draft free agency class. Yeah, which a lot of these guys are now. They're right. waiting to see who drafts where and now where do I fit after that? Exactly. Yeah. So let's fi- let's fingers crossed for him. For but uh, yeah, we'll find out soon. Uh, okay. Epoki or Epoch. Sorry if I. Wasn't pronouncing this right, but thank you for asking the question. Uh, let's move it on now to uh, 
Fixaces. Fixaces. Uh, Let's move on to an easier name to (laughs) say. This one will be a piece of cake. P-H-X-A-S-E-S. Fixaces. Who asked the question. If Austin Eckler does get traded, where would he best fit? What should we get for him? I think the best fit is to go back with Lombardi where, where he got of, all of his touchdowns. Out of blue, baby. No, well, the best fit, you know, we want him back, but if he got had to get traded, where would be the best fit? Powder blue. Of course. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's the best fit. If anyone screaming from the mountaintops, the guy that was in my offense that scored however many touchdowns. Yeah. That's the Broncos right now. We would never trade him to somebody in the AFC. Yeah, but I'm saying yeah, that's no. the best fit. Like yeah, for to yeah. see him go pick up right where he left off, that's where it is. Yeah. Will never yeah. happen. That would be a scary, terrifying fit. Yeah. To be honest. Don't Almost better to control where he goes right now instead of letting him hit free agency and go to the Broncos. And because that, I mean, Russell Wilson with a guy like that, that would be pretty scary. Send him to the NFC South if we have to. Just get yeah, him away from us. Send him to us. purgatory in the NFC South. The, in the darkness. Can we send him there. to the XFL? Is that a possibility? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trade him to the to to St. Louis Battlehawks. Yeah. Battle yeah, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Um, and then what would we, or what should we get for him? Third, You're going to get a third round at best. Yeah. I at think. best. I at would, best. if I were the team, I'd be like a stingy, I'd be stingy about it because I don't want for him sure. to go anywhere. I'm saying second round. Let's go. What yes. what could we get? I don't know. You know, you only get what you ask for. Right. So I say yeah. second round because I don't want them going anywhere. Yeah. There you go. If you don't want it, or, I mean, kick you're rocks. Strategy. You're you're in a win now situation. Why would you Why would you not ask for a lot? You know, like we're we have a better chance of winning with Eckler on the roster. So we right. hold the cards right now. Yeah, we hold all the cards. All the cards, baby. All of them. Fifty-two. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, fixaces, fixasses. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thank you for coming. <laughs> fixaxes. Uh, let's move it on to a familiar name. Tom Telesco's burner account. TTBA. Ask the question. Yeah, 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 boy. What's <laughs> up, Charger Chad? Love you guys, man. Even though I miss Drew and his skills rushing the passer and dropping back in coverage, I think Kendricks is an upgrade. His physicality is exactly what we need for Staley's ski boy. We needed someone to take on a pulling guard Shedham and still tackle the running back coming full steam in the hole. While Tranquil excelled in many areas, he was a little on the lightest side to do this. I'm stoked we went with Kendricks, who knows for being a, quote, tackling machine, my dogs. Staley's light box scheme depends on the middle linebacker to do so, in my opinion, man, and was asking for this. So I got a question for y'all. You think there was a falling out between management and Drew for Drew to want to choose to go to KC over all the other teams, also making him similar offers? Maybe we're assuming he had similar offers when really KC's offer could have just been superior. That or also could have just wanted to go to KC to win over a team like Chicago, for example. I don't think Drew is a very spiteful guy, but... I'm wondering now what happened after those players' great relations come out. Okay, love you guys. Yeah, 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 boy. Bye. All right. It, well, that certainly wasn't Flavor Flav. You did your best. <laughs> I did my best. Old college try. Um, I just, the, the one year thing is the, the weird thing. That's the, that's the, the kicker. That's the yeah. kicker. So, um, and there's no guarantee there um, that yeah. he's going to get the playing time he got with us. So, 
it feels a little bit of like maybe there were a couple teams offering five million, offering this amount, and he just maybe he just wants to win, and he thinks that this is a team, the super defending Super Bowl champions. I can go win a Super Bowl. Yep. Like at the core of what football is, it's really athletic guys that are super competitive that want to win games. Exactly. Yeah. Down to their core. So maybe he just really wants one year to go and try to win a Super Bowl and then try to get his payday next next time with like the Panthers or something stupid. Yeah. But there's there's something weird there because they if, if what they're saying is they didn't make him an offer, which is what I'm hearing, which makes the more sense out of how all this went down. Well yeah, after they, you sign Kendricks, that's a, a very reasonable thought. But they had time to do up you know, up until the point where they brought him in. So my question is, do they, is coach Staley was ready to move on from him? Yeah. That's, I think that's likely. That's very right. Likely. Yeah. That's where they went. Eric Kendricks ascent very early. It was very clear that they didn't want drew tranquil anymore. Well, and the, what coach is doing, what he's done every year is improve in places that he sees are negatives. All right. We have a new strength. We have a new uh, trainer. We, we, we have all these new people. He, he, he's not going to like just, your great friend will keep you on. I think that's what happened this year. Yeah. You know, there were there were a lot of like we lost that KC. There's a big part of losing that first that KC game where Gron, um, Gronk, where Kelsey, you know, got the touchdown right at the end in OT, and that was a missed tackle by Tranquil. Like there's there if you go back and look at, through some of the stuff, there were opportunity, there were moments like that. So right. the I don't do the player evaluations. I'm not good at that, and I wouldn't know where to start. But I think there's there's more to this than just he left. You know, right. we didn't offer only offer on the table. There's more to this than that. Yeah. There really is. Yeah. We don't have any sources to back it up. But, no, uh, no. That is, uh, that is the idea behind it. But Tom Telesco's burner account. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on down to SDBD89. Certified fresh. Who asked the question? Why did they keep Murray when they could have traded him and signed Drew? Well, we didn't. Murray's on a contract. So, and there's totally different situations. Like, right. That's, you that, can't trade a free agent. So, yeah, these yeah, aren't, these aren't free apples agent. and apples. These are apples and oranges. It's not something you like. You know. Well, the thought is the position, right? So, you Correct. kept, yeah. you kept Kenneth Murray at the middle linebacker spot and let Drew go. Right. Um, I think they, I don't know, like Kenneth Murray, you spent the first round pick on. The Chargers are very slow to just give up on a first round pick. Right. They will. Um, they did to Tillery this right. last year if you're an absolute liability. Yeah, well, that's a whole different situation. <laughs> that's, a whole conversation. that's a real yeah. liability. Um, but yeah, Kenneth Murray was a first round draft pick. He's still under his rookie on his rookie contract. Um, yeah, I, I honestly believe that for whatever reason they don't think Drew's a good fit for this game. I don't I think so. I don't know what it is. I don't know that I just think that if they wanted him back, they could have kept both. Yeah. I mean, for what the Chiefs paid, we could have given him a couple of years, and and like, I don't know, like we could have kept him if we wanted him. We just straight up didn't want him. So right. I think that's what it boils down to. Really, yeah. I don't think this was a negotiation. We to, that it wasn't a get rid of. I mean, look how much we played Eric Kendricks. You could have offered that to Ken, to Drew. He would have stayed. Right. They clearly think more. that's an upgrade and yeah. fits better mm-hmm. what we need to do to not have the run defense we had. Right. So it's a sad thing to see and. Yeah, it's uh, it is what it is. But SDBD89, thank you for asking the question. Let's Welcome move it on now to House of Hain, who asked the question. It's a sad, I'll say, a sad, sad day when Drew goes to the goddamn motherfucking KC. <laughs> I say KC assholes. Anyway, 
How are the kids doing? And Wooldog, how's the beard doing? Keep, I say, keep doing the Lord's work. K love you by FKC, FD, and FLV. <laughs> oh, God. We need to get all of these on a shirt. FKC, FD, FLV, K love you by FTR. Get them all on there. <laughs> Just put them all on there. All of the, yeah, all of the acronyms, please. Please. Uh, so, boys, how are the kids doing? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. There's a there. lot of them. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, they're good. The youngest is year and three and a half months, and he's walking and talking and fabulous. Bedlam at my house, so we're it's it's awesome. <laughs> Bedlam in the uh, Coach D- Duggan abode as well. Yeah, it's just nonstop, dude. It's just wake up <laughs> wrestling, fall asleep in a chokehold. Basically, is how, <laughs> how the Duggan household is right now. Wake up and go to sleep with violence. <laughs> right. Yeah. Double tap when you want to wake up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, time to get up, boys. Come Daddy on. wants to go to sleep. <laughs> Just keep going. I won't tap. Yeah. And uh, how's the beard doing? Hey, man, you tell me. How's this beard doing? It's looking pretty good. I you think, really right take care of it. Uh, hey, I don't have much in this world, <laughs> but I've got a beard. <laughs> I don't got I much. I take care of what I can handle. So. But I know I love you. <laughs> House of Vane, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Lexi. Hey, Lexi. I know, Lexi. Lexi M coming in on a question. Let's see what she's got. It's a normal day at the palace you work at as a guard when suddenly you and your fellow guards are hit with with potions from a random peasant with a llama. Okay. Your friend is turned into a cow. Confused, he asks to go home. The emperor's advisor lets him leave and asks if anyone else would like to. You decline as you've somehow gotten lucky to be turned into a gorilla, so you're good. Then she yells to go arrest the man and llama as they have murdered your emperor, and they jump down the water pipe that everything comes to a head for you. You find out the llama was the emperor and his advisor has turned into a cat. You couldn't believe the day you just had. Okay. The real question. (laughs) Would you rather spend a year as a honey badger or a lion? Downside is you can't understand anything and are just a normal animal living in the wild until you are changed back. Upside is you remember everything that happened in the past year. I hope you enjoyed Bonus points if you can identify what movie I'm referencing, as it is one of my favorites of all time. Thought that was like slam poetry. It's a lot. It's a lot to unpack. It's one of those things where, like, if you when you're watching the movie, you're like, "Yeah, that's the, of course that's what happens." But when you read it on paper, it's like, "Wow, this is that's actually kind of weird." Yeah, is that em- Emperor's New Groove. Groove. There you go. You got it. You got it. Where do I get my bonus points? Give yeah. me, give me, give me, give where me. Where do we me. redeem our bonus points, Lexi? Please and thank you. Please and thank you. Um, all right. So would you rather spend a year as a honey badger or a lion? Lion. Absolutely. <laughs> of course you would say that. <laughs> Why not? Lions are kind of like, I don't, don't know. Don't go like, contrary on me and just pick the other one. Just to <laughs> well, the do thing. it. That's three Pound weeks for, in a row and well, I don't let, have the let's patience. Let's go over reasoning. You can't just You're say pow- lion and not support it. Pound for pound, honey badger is way more ferocious than a lion. If you give me a lion-sized honey <laughs> so badger, stupid. it would kill a lion every time. No. You don't, you don't know reasoning? what a honey badger is then. Uh, has a honey badger ever killed a lion? 
A honey, honey badger, badger sized lion <laughs> would kill a lion. You give it, you put them on equal, like a, that's a not level the question. It's not a, a honey, a lion sized honey badger. Also, it's a honey a badger or a lion. Also, a lioness would beat the shit out of a lion every day. So, do you want to be that guy for a whole year? Uh, that's, that's, how just my, that's, that's how I live my life. That's how I live my life right now. I'm that's ready true. to get my ass beat by my wife at all times. So, I will that's still true. be the lion. That's true. It's just the status quo for you. If a lion is status quo, consider me quo. <laughs> no, you're not a lion. lion king. Yeah. <laughs> I just think a honey badger would be more fun. They're pretty bad. They like beat up a, I don't know. They're just they're just tough little things. Yeah. They're pretty they're just pretty like tough. You. Li- tough. The lion thing. the lion life seems very boring. Lazy like, and chill and give me one year to get out of this fucking body that is the lion so I can get back to my real shit. I don't want to be worried about anything. I want to be grazing, I want to be hanging out, I want to be doing nothing. <laughs> Uh, Survive the year, get back to to my body. Okay. Agree to disagree. What do you <laughs> think, Adam? We're never gonna. I feel like every time we have a question like this, no matter what, it's what, funny. Wh- whoever it goes weird. first yeah. is gonna be it's, the contrary. Yeah, we've not yeah. all really even like, when we say it at the same, same time. It, I know we we don't agree. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to think of all the different reasons, like the pros and the cons. So, like, yeah, lions. Lions, sadly, I think get hunted more than than honey badgers. I don't know many people that hunt. Yeah, honey true. Badgers. Trophy hunting. Trophy Correct. hunting. Come I on, Google. <laughs> Keep talking. I'm just I'm ta- I'm thinking I thinking out loud. Honey badgers. I believe they're they're living in the ground. They're they're ground dwelling fellas of sorts. They've got their little dens. Not too bad. This is the lamest looking animal. What are you talking about? <laughs> don't. Oh, don't. You don't, don't want to come across one of those in the, in the wild. This is so not threatening. Look at this thing. I think a oh, honey man. badger might run. Look at that you, thing. Dude, dude you, you clearly know nothing about the honey badger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say you're the expert on honey badger. Have you badgers. not heard the phrase honey badger don't give a f? <laughs> yeah. They don't. No. They don't. They really don't, dude. <laughs> Right, but I'm going to study up on these. So that all being said, I don't know that I necessarily relate to a honey badger. Not that mm. it's a bad thing to be a honey badger, but mm. for me personally, I don't know that I relate. I, I kind of relate to lions in the way that Kevin described the, uh, the lioness kind of running the ship. I would be lazy. I would. Yeah, I would be that guy that would I'd be the one lion that's like, did you guys get any food? OK, <laughs> you know, just also, go back to yeah. sleep. Honey oh, badgers. Whoa. Fun whoa. fact number two, I'm, they're I'm not, super smart. When it comes to brains, these guys come to the top of the class. You both are Googling I'm going to have to back up real quick because yeah. <laughs> I, I got to give them a little more credit. During yeah. the British occupation of Basra in 2007, rumors of man-eating badgers emerged yeah. from local population, yeah, including no allegations joke. that these beasts were released by British troops, something that the British categor- categorically denied. They eat hum- humans. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but guess who also can eat a human? Lion, yeah, mm. they'll Agreed probably sit around sleeping, doing nothing. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I would probably say lion just because that's probably the lifestyle I am more oh. akin to. I am not a, a ferocious, Meow. yeah, I'm not a ferocious <laughs> honey badger. So yeah, if I if I was a honey badger, I would probably be eaten by other honey badgers. <laughs> like, You're not pulling your yeah, weight. I'm not pulling my weight. So, all right. Well, there you go, okay. Lexi. Thank, I hope you enjoyed that, Lexi. Yeah, thank you for asking. Shocking. Kevin and question. Adam are on the same page. Yeah. Not, I need a fourth coast. I need a fourth coast. <laughs> I'm not we saying that I, it's bad to be a honey badger. It's just logic, Kyle. It's it's 
it's personal. All I'm saying, okay, listen, give me a no, no, stop laughing. Give me a stop. Sorry. When you say it, it makes me laugh more. Get serious about this shit right now. All right, okay, here so we go. So take a lion that's a lion. He's not even the most ferocious of his own species because the lioness is. And then you give me take just take a honey badger, morph him, honey ash blew up the kids size. So you take a honey, you take a honey badger the size of a lion. Who wins? The lion or the honey badger size lion? The honey badger size lion. I would say the honey badger. Yes. Well, that's the yeah. weirdest fucking scenario. That's, that's, well, that it's totally like, puts it's the like, lion at a disadvantage. Why do we got to go, honey? I blew well, up the kids. Well, they're born at a disadvantage. It's not a, f- a fair comparison at all. It's like saying who's stronger, me or my one-year-old son Teddy? It's I would destroy him. That's not fair. So if you blew up Teddy to the, the size of a human, so for the ease he of might life, kick my ass for yeah. one year of ease of life, <laughs> will blow up your one-year-old. He'll beat the shit out of you. He probably would. This scenario just got cooler. <laughs> yeah. All right, there's no wrong LinkedIn. answers. Check it out. Lexi, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to see Sar Beyond, who asked the question. I'm back. The SoCal Chargers need me. Upcoming draft. Is it Bijan or Bust? If not Bijan, then who should we target in the draft? We need speed to stretch the field. Let Herbie cook. Okay. Love you. Bye. I wouldn't say or bust. I don't even think he's a good choice at first round. Yeah, I don't. If they him. pick, B, if if Eckler gets traded and Bijan gets picked, I won't. I will be excited. It'll sure. be fun. It'll be a splashy, fun, cool. Yeah. We got a new running back for the future, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Is it the best so, move? I don't think so. First round running back, like well, clearly we don't value the running back position past their rookie contract. No, right. Because of what we're seeing with Eckler's, we're not willing to give him a third contract. And his first contract was a free agent, undrafted right. free agent, paid him nothing. Right. Yeah. So we really only gave him one contract. So uh, it just seems like a waste of a first round draft pick on a guy you're not likely to re-sign. When you're uh, going to pay him, what is that, three and a half million dollars? Like you're getting closer. You're paying yeah, him a lot of money. A lot. Yeah, you yeah. know, for a running back, the running back um, market. So right. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't be mad. I don't think it's the right choice. And then wide receiver, I just don't think wide receivers. I just don't. I'm not a first round I, I, wide we'll receiver. We'll go there second. Here. Yeah, we'll go there second or third. Yeah, but I just I don't think it's going to be a first round. Pick. And a lot of those guys, I think, could fall. Like oh, I don't yeah. think they're like they're that is not the strongest class of all the positions this year. Yeah, last draft wide receivers were going left and right, which was wild yeah. to see in the first draft or the first round. But yeah, this year there's still going to be speedy guys in the second, even the third. There's going to be some speedy mm-hmm. guys still sitting there. Yeah, it was so. like Stephen Haglin said, uh, Mims is a good, good right, personal yeah. guy. You can still get that speed, that kind of production, but you just don't have to spend all that money and all that draft capital to get. Because we, exactly. we still have our one, two, and three wide receiver right now. You're going to bring this guy right. in and let him you know, change things up. It's a change of pace wide receiver. So exactly. We'll see. So, Cesar Beyond, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Connor Kurgan Brumfelt. Certified fresh. Who asked the question? That big old Salier fella earned himself a starting spot. And I reckon Pipkins deserves to come back next season. What you fellas thinking that line deaf needs for? He ain't skittish about Herbo getting hurt again. FDR. Friend fried taters. Fried taters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, yeah. So the situation now is what's really cool is Sawyer is a swing tackle. 
oh, yeah. that's playing guard. Awesome. So right. <laughs> you have you have that as long as both your tackles don't go down, you're in good shape. So mm-hmm. I think you need to you're going to draft a guard in the first four rounds, something like that. Sure. Yeah. I think that makes the most sense to build the yeah because we signed we tendered Foster Sorrell. Yeah, which tendered Foster Sorrell. Not and you still have Brandon him, but yeah. Hymus. Brandon Hymus, who we were still we were super everyone was That's super right. high I on year about one. Brandon Hymus. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's some there. I I still want to. I'd love to pick up two more offensive linemen in the draft, like a I day think the two. center position. I was just is, gonna say center needs some kind of yeah. center guard because yeah, like I will clap yeah. isn't the solution for that. You right. know, finding a guy for maybe not necessarily the future, but for depth. Um, yeah, that's what we need. Definitely, yeah. I'll feel better about that. All right. Connor Kurgan Brumfield, Brumfelt, whatever your name is. I love you. Thank you for asking the question. <laughs> I love you. Let's move it on now to Superchargers fan 2006, who asked the question. Howdy ho, Charger Chat fam. I feel special teams is still like that poo that hangs off the end of your ass. It won't fall <laughs> in the toilet because it's just clinging to your sphincter. <laughs> And it won't drop until you shake your ass around until it finally drops in the toilet. Neither Dicker nor Hopkins has shown they can consistently kick from over 50 yards. I don't want to be hurt again like Michael Badgley. The guy was money from less than 50, but went one or two from over 50, one of which was the longest field goal in Chargers history against the Bengals with a 59-yarder in his first season. We all had to then painfully watch his three of nine success from 50 plus and being horrible in general at every distance his final season until being cut. The Chargers should purposely go for field goals on first down once they get into 50 plus yard range during the preseason in the second half. It's time these kickers earn their starting jobs instead of watching unproven kickers go out there every year and end up sucking on my salty chocolate balls whenever the pressure is on. Dicker is one of two and Hopkins is one of three as a charger from 50 plus. What say you, Charger Chat fam? Am I wrong for wanting my kicker to be consistent from that distance? With the high-powered offense we're looking at next year, there shouldn't be a need to be kicking that much from that far, but still, you know the noise will start getting once these guys start getting more opportunities from that distance. Okay, love you, bye. Mr. <laughs> 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 Hanky. Supercharger fan. That was a good one. That, that was, was a longie. That was a longie and a strainy. And if we lost listeners, I apologize. <laughs> Mr. Hanky. But uh, all right. So the question. I Man, like find a kicker that can kick consistently over 50 over yards. 50. There aren't many of those. No. There's like two. Yeah. So the fact that he's 50% on over 50, I kick Dicker the kicker is still my guy. Yes. Dicker the kicker. Yeah. I think yeah. I think he is going to be the kicker this upcoming year. He was absolute money all year long. Dude, I don't care about 50 plus. Just make PATs. There was a while there where we yeah. couldn't even make PAT. that. Exactly. And, so he, like, and, and he was great all over the field. He was great all over the field. I mm. Like I said last season, I got to the point where we'd score. We, we'd go for a field goal. I'd don't go to the bathroom. I'd yeah. come back. We got it. Done. Like, yeah, I, I've points. never been like that over the last 10, 12 years of being a Charger fan. So, right. Dick of the kicker. I don't think there's any, like, <clears throat> if, they, they, if they could all do it, 
it'd be easy There's to no find There's no Joe one. Schmo right. sitting around on the sidewalk right now that we can go pick up and do better. No. Right. And and saying that the special teams lumping the entire special teams because of the kicker situation. I mean, it's not fair. That's not fair. Chargers were uh Huge. 30, 31st in special teams in 2021. Two years ago. Two yeah. years ago. And now they were number seven last that year. That is that's huge. huge. That's a yeah. huge. That's the that's <laughs> the uh um our punter too. JK. Right. You gotta lump everything in. You gotta lump yeah. the punter, the long snapper, and all the guys that are going down there to make those tackles. That's the, the entirety of the special teams. If top if special teams is top ten, yeah. Awesome. That is awesome. And, and that's our, what they were. If our offense is doing what it needs to do, this is not an issue. Exactly. So let's get the offense cooking. And then right. he can, you know, if you've got to punch in a few of them from 35, 40 yards, go ahead. Yeah. Make all your field goals, uh, your extra points, and let's 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 go. Right. Yeah. Totally fine with having honestly having Dicker or Dustin or Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah. On a, at this point, it's just whoever's cheaper. And I like it's gonna D- be Dicker. I like Dicker better. I do like Dicker better too. He's got, got a, a better great name. name. Great name. Yeah. Can't argue with that. I was honestly thinking about if it was like his deal signed up, I was going to get a Dicker jersey. It feels like a jersey that needs to happen. I've never had a kicker jersey. But if you were ever to have a kicker jersey. But I like the cut of his jib. That's the one. (laughs) That's the one. That's the one. (laughs) All right. So, Superchargers fan, 2006, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to OM Run, who asked the question. I don't really have any questions, man. This time of year, I don't really know what's happening, man. <laughs> Is that a draft pick or a trade or some douchebag in the dark? I don't think I can handle more names, man. <laughs> That's why I'm not watching the XFL. How do you watch the XFL? <laughs> I don't. Don't know. I, I can't. Yeah. You Every can't? season, all these, all these teams, like I want to get into it, but I physically can't i feel like my body needs a break from the nfl like football season's over i like i don't want the break but i need it a little bit 100 percent. yeah it's it's funny because like when the nfl comes around and the games come out and the schedule comes out you're like okay i am moving things out of the way oh yeah yeah, for game time no yeah yeah, for sure when xfl comes around it's like i guess if i don't have anything else to do i'll watch it but even if that's the case you might be like Oh yeah, I'm on I my phone while I'm I I don't even remember it. what yeah. days they play. Do they play Sunday? Do they play Saturday, Saturday Friday? and Sunday? I Couldn't think. tell you. Really? Okay. Thursdays? I don't know. <laughs> Let's hit them all, baby. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, I, we're not the right we're not the right ones to ask. Go and run. We no, don't man. know, man. <laughs> not the it out, we, man. we can't figure it out over here, but. Um, <laughs> Thank you for asking the question. Uh, <laughs> let's move it on now to Athir Kadir. Athir! Who asked the question. Kadir! The Chargers are in the Super Bowl. Do you prefer to be down by three with the Herbert winning drive or up three and defense getting a stop? Mine, give me defense, please. I need an answer from all of you. FTR, KW Bay. It's a good hypothetical. Easy. Good hypothetical. Easy. Down Just, three with Herbert. Herbert, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, down three, give Justin the ball. He's the best player on the team. I've watched too many games where our defense just gives up just enough yardage for a yeah. field goal. Dude, just enough yardage the, for a first And you're in time. the Super Bowl. It's not like you're going to be playing some Pam G. Schmansby quarterback. They're going to be a stud. So, yeah, right. I would rather have the ball. Yeah. Same. Absolutely. Yeah. So, we're not... <laughs> hey, we all agree on something. We did it, guys! <laughs> High five! Yeah. Sorry, Athea. We're, uh, we're more Justin on Herbert. the... 
Yeah. Justin Herbert's the glue that holds us all together right. in, in reality. Yeah. I mean, defense defense did play well this last season. We did see at least a little bit better. But yeah, the, there's still some areas of improvement in the offense. Admittedly, admittedly kind of took a bit of a decline last yeah. season. But there was a lot of injuries that happened. Justin last was hurt. He, we pl- it, we, he Which includes Justin. He suited up every game, but exactly. man was hurt. And he still did yeah. what he did. Right. Let's get him healthy and let's get a full year out of him with a new offensive coordinator that's going to maximize his potential. Yeah. So that's our thoughts, Athir. But thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Boltville714, who asked the question. Herbie Luya, thank the Lord. You may be seated, church. Now, as we get our tithes and offerings ready, I have a couple of announcements. First of all, I would like to give a shout out to our brother, Patrick Pastor of Die Hard Boat Club Central Valley, who over the weekend celebrated another birthday. May he keep turning up everywhere he had he go and keep representing the 559. We also want to extend our condolences to our brother, Leo Boltz who recently went through tribulation after Drew Tranquil autographed a jersey and personally shipped it to him. As we all know by now, Brother Drew, or Judas, as we <laughs> shall refer to him, has strayed and backslid, gone with the enemy for a few pieces of silver. May the Lord have mercy on his soul. <laughs> Let us also pray for Brother Austin Eckler, who is currently also being tempted and struggling with his faith. May the Lord deliver him and clear his mind and soul from any sin. Remember, church, money is the root of many evils. And sometimes it ain't always about the money. You see this gold chain? It's not my gold chain. It's the Lord's gold chain. <laughs> you see this Rolex watch? It ain't my watch. It's the Lord's Rolex. <laughs> that 2023 Mercedes outside? I may drive it every day, but Jesus takes the wheel. <laughs> Can I get an amen and a herbalooyah? Herbalooyah. Thank you. Now come on down and bring me, I mean, bring the Lord those tithes and offerings. <laughs> Lord knows these Tom Ford suits ain't cheap. My question is, what's been your biggest heartbreak experience as a Chargers fan? Lord knows as fan, us fans, we've gone through it. But I believe that Super Bowl win is coming soon. In the name of Telesco Staley and the Holy Herbert, we pray. And everyone in agreement said, K-Love you, bye. That was good. There Very go. nice script. Nice Very fulfill. nice script. Thank you. Uh, yes. T's and P's to Leo Bolt's buddy. That's yeah, rough, that's rough shit. Um, See, that's the thing. I have a signed Perriman jersey, but I had to. It's it's a it's a. You it's just put it away. away until the right time. Until, until it's time he's. To sell. I think he's not going to be a Raider anymore, so I might be able <laughs> he's to. He's a free agent right now. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I might be okay. But that's <laughs> what is he going to do? He just got an awesome jersey. He was so excited to rock or put on mm-hmm. his wall, and now you just got to throw it away. That's yeah. heartbreaking. That's a throwaway yeah. situation. Yeah. No, just yeah, eBay. You just sell one. it. You get rid of it. it Make some money. And, yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So most heartbreaking and happy birthday and happy birthday. Yes. Happy birthday to Pat. Pat. HBD. That's right. Um. So most heartbreaking experience as a Chargers fan. Biggest heartbreak experience as of late was that playoff Jacksonville. Game. In that, I, that was I can't think of anything bad. worse than that. Uh, that losing to the Raiders the, the previous year was pretty freaking bad not it was getting rough, the playoffs but, but the only thing worse in my like 
I'm just like instant comes to mind was seeing LT in a Jets jersey. That was pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. And like he got a Jets tattoo. That broke my heart pretty good. Yeah, seeing players go away to other teams is is pretty heartbreaking, but I think it was for me it was Phil's last game and knowing it was Phil's last game. I was yeah. in Kansas City mm. when it was his last game and we just lost and I was like sitting there by myself like that was Phil's last game. Like just like it was like the end of an era or something. It was just like an end of a thing. Like that yeah. that playoff loss it sucks, but we're going to get another chance at it. Like that Phil's last game yeah. as a Charger that was like man, he was like the reason I really became last a diehard game- fan. Our last game at Qualcomm, too, for me, was pretty heartbreaking. Yeah, like, when Qualcomm was gone. Yeah, you could see the writing on the wall, and we were there for the game, and it was a very weird feeling leaving. There's been a lot of heartbreak. Yeah. We've, we've suffered a lot, for sure. Hadou declare. A lot of heartbreak. <laughs> Boltville 714, thank you for asking the question. And we go out of Ask Bolt Fam. With Mr. Therapist. Mr. Certified Freshicus. Who asked the question. (laughs) I just had the best experience of my life. I was at a local board and brew in Orange County, just minding my own business with my family and friends. When I look up and notice Justin freaking Herbert (laughs) is sitting in a booth next to us with two of his pals. The first thing out of my mouth was, oh shit, that's Justin (laughs) Herbert. His friend looked up as I said that. He clearly heard me, and I turned away immediately and tried to act cool. (laughs) Before I knew what hit me, I was sweating profusely, and my heart was racing. What the hell is going on with me? I asked myself. I've met plenty of Chargers before and plenty of famous people before, but I have never had this reaction before. (laughs) Hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. My wife... And friends encouraged me to go up to him and ask him for a picture or an autograph. But all I could think of was how screwed up it would be of me to take to make him uncomfortable in the middle of his dinner. Who does that? So I sat and I contemplated what could be the best way I could go up to this guy without making things awkward. My first idea was to tell my four-year-old daughter who loves Justin to go out to him and ask if he was Justin Herbert and ask for a picture with him and me. But she was way too shy to go up to him. Hoo-ha. My wife looked over at me and told me, hey, big man, <laughs> go show your daughter what you do when you are scared to do something cool. She's watching you and learning from how you handled this experience. It was at that moment that I realized I really had no choice. I couldn't bitch out in front of my daughter. So we waited for Justin to finish his meal and walked up to him and asked him for a picture together. I felt so nervous. No man has ever made me feel that way before. Hoo-ha! I apologized like five times for interrupting his dinner and asked for a picture. He was so nice and reassured me that I was totally okay that I walked up to him. I remember a few episodes back, you guys were making fun of Kev Huggin' Duggin for fanboying hard on Herbs when you guys saw the team at a hotel slash restaurant. I remember laughing that day, (laughs) thinking it were all the different ways 
I would have acted cool in a situation like that. And I got to say, now that the same thing happened to me, I sit here and truly empathize <laughs> with you, Kev. Hoo-ha! My question is... <laughs> If you had a random encounter with Justin Herbert, like I did, and you had 30 seconds to pitch him to come on your show for an interview, let's say he was in the middle of eating a sandwich, what would each of you say? I attached the picture we took. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks, guys, for the show. Appreciate you all. Cheers, fellas. Hoo-ha! Well done, Mr. Therapist. Mr. And Therapist. I feel you, Way to dude. be an example. The heart, the heart racing, the sweaty palms, oh, yeah. all the shit that like your body's like, this shouldn't be happening right yeah. now. There's Why no reason happening? for this to be happening like, right now. This guy's now. younger than me. He's just a little kid. Right. And in your situation, your wife elevating the stakes. Oh, man. What a calling moment. out your that, fatherhood. There is nothing you tough. can do but get this <laughs> done. Yeah, there's that makes it oh, I respect oh. the shit out of her for that, and oh, I yeah. respect the shit out of you for what you did. Yes. Good you know on you. Did, I'm proud of his you. Pic his picture does not include his wife, because I think he was a little <laughs> bit resentful for that. Toss under the bus. Like, the picture that he Somebody's got to take the picture. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure a selfie wife wasn't invited yeah <laughs> oh dude that was uh, what a great story and you're a great storyteller cool you had me on the edge of my seat so yeah it's well so good. done man i'm proud of you so cool and dude pitching justin herbert that's the kevin thing kevin is our pr guy 100 i'm sending in al pacino <laughs> <laughs> adam just goes in there with that i'm gonna, I'm gonna look here I'm going to show you something. Maybe this means something to you. I don't know. <laughs> I just show him my phone, show him the charger chant. Be like, look at this charger chant. This. <laughs> Hopefully at that point, I have my Justin Herbert tattoo. So I roll it up. Show no, him. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, I don't. Like, that's the thing. Like, I would. <laughs> I don't think I could ask him to be on the podcast. Like, I don't know if I would be a good person to interview him. Because I would just be like. <laughs> You'd be way What's too. What's it yeah. like being you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it just like it's one of those things. The same thing with Phil. Like I don't know what to say. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. What do you ask? The first time I interviewed um, Sean Merriman, I was a fucking mess. Oh sure. Yeah. And that's yeah. not. He. I love Sean Merriman. He's not on the same level as these guys. So I don't even know. I would try and ask for an autograph after. Basically, what you did. The picture yeah, was we a bold just move. Boy, I don't even think I would consider asking him to be on my show i would just ask no. for a picture and an autograph i just we'd have the, we'd have what you have the story yeah, yeah. the story yeah. is sometimes even better right yeah yeah the story is, is pretty awesome yeah it's just you, you i think it's better to prepare because i know that in the moment you're just going to go completely blank so i think it's always good to be prepared to be like briefcase tacos like yeah words <laughs> <laughs> you got to be ready to be like hey man love you love everything you do we have a show. Would love to have you on. I know it's if easier not, to do it. You can go to our website. <laughs> we also join Patreon. our Patreon. <laughs> we named a tier after you. I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> yeah, I would. Okay. I would love to find. I that, yeah, I would love that. It's our white whale, right? You got to be ready to come and prepare because when the moment happens, it's going to be sweating bullets. It's going to be a white light. You're going to pass out. You're going to wake up, and it's going to be Justin Herbert going, hey, buddy, are you okay? I'm just trying to think, like, <laughs> what I have in common with him away from football. Because he's probably – he doesn't want to talk about football. Like, what else is he into? Fishing. He likes movies. He likes movies. I, I do that. 
So brisket. Could, Kansas City, in Missouri, uh, some barbecue. I'm panicking. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm clamming up right now. I'm not even in front of him. I have no idea. I don't have anything funny to say. I keep looking yeah. at the photo and I'm just yeah. like, my heart starts racing because I'm just like, oh man, that's he was so there. rad. But that was uh, out of it, the best part about the story. Number one is that you did it. Hell number yeah, two bro. is knowing that Justin Herbert was like, no, dude, it's totally fine. Yeah. Like, didn't make a problem. Wasn't just like, did, yeah, it was alone, exactly dude. everything you would want Justin Herbert to say. He's our QB1, do. man. That's what you want in your QB1. So cool. Love that. So. I'm going to work on it, though. I'm going to We're going to come up with I'm going to come up with a point. I'm first of all sending an Al Pacino. Come up I still with a pitch and put idea. it in yeah. your wallet so that if it does happen, you can like pull it out a. and be like, just you could you do <laughs> like a deaf person you just no, handed to him. No. <laughs> you do like uh oh what was his name in The Godfather? Be like Justin Herbert. I know you are a busy you have man. A very masculine, <laughs> I hope you have a very masculine child. Uh, may your first, may your first Super Bowl be a, a masculine, masculine Super Bowl. Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> yeah. No, you just go up to him, you start signing and hand him the card, and he has to read it. Yeah. I feel like that's the best, best, the best way. Just like go in for a high five and run away. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, Mr. Therapist. Thank you for come back. Yeah. What a story. More. Thank you for gimme, 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 gimme. And thank you for the question. Yeah, dude. You're awesome. And thank you for the picture. And thank you, everybody who asked questions in this Ask Cult fam. I feel like we kind of need to throw the picture up there. He gave it to us. I think we got we got a show. We got a show. Because this is a big thing. Yeah. This is rad. It's rad. Does he I, want it to be shown? I, I don't know if Good he wants question. it to be shown because we'll, we'll follow Kit. up with him. We'll show yes, up next episode daughter, yeah. if it's okay. okay. Let us know if it's okay to share. We will therapist. first up next episode. Please. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Charge Chat, folks. Any final thoughts there, gentlemen? No. No. I just, be cool to get Johnson. Kevin's locked in on Johnson? on Justin Herbert right now. I'm so I'm gonna have the best <laughs> dreams. <laughs> um. All right. Well, we'll see what free agency news. I'm so excited to go lay down, close my eyes. Uh, off to never, never land. All right. Uh, That's gonna Kevin, do it for Peter us. Peter and Justin Herbert. <laughs> That's gonna do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you, bye. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. Tell me, friends, do you find yourself tempted by the sins of man? The temptations of material possessions can lead you astray into the welcoming arms of the devil himself. What can you do when you find yourself in such a quandary? Why, just come on down to the Church of the Holy Herbert. Yes, sir. Let the spirit of Justin Herbert cleanse your soul and compel you to give till it hurts. For the ways of the wicked shall go down in the flames to the depths of hell. But the purity of the Herbo shall set you free. Herbaluyah. Join us for prayer at the Church of Holy Herbert and save your soul today.
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.